What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Ladies and gentlemen, your starting lineup for Nerd Thug Radio. At 5'8", the star, wingman, all-around expert of the show, the most important person in it, Corey D.L.G. Also featuring Joy Savage and Nico D.L.G. Well, way to ruin the intro. <laughs> what? Also, I, I also, nailed it. Also, no, there's no such thing as experts. I don't um, think you nailed it at all. I, I nailed and I'm that. really disappointed that Nico just didn't let it run. Like, you just let just, it just, just let it run for a while. You know? No, it was about forever. to build up to the part the, the where guitars, the guitar, and the but crescendo. He, he, he crescendo. Had, it was going to be awesome. Yeah. He called himself an expert. There's no such thing as experts. Five no, 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 no. Five no, no, no. foot eight. That's a that's a stretch. I want to oh, clarify. We have our water girl with us today. That's true. Special guest today. Mama Savage. Mommy Savage. And her main objective in this show is uh, we just had Corey DLG's birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, we're going to take this time here to sing you a little happy birthday, oh, DLG. Oh, 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 happy, happy birthday from Nerd Thug Radio. You guys All ready? Right. All right, Nico DLG. You ready? I'm prepared. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. What are, happy birthday to you. What is happening right now? Happy birthday, Corey DLG. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, so, that was um, that was amazing. That was amazing. I'd like to thank you guys, but I'm not going to because I was terrible. You already did thank us. So um, we awesome. appreciate it. Uh, we saw you guys out at the DLG Bash over the weekend. Thanks for stopping by. Yes, absolutely. It was a pleasure. It was fun. It was real, but it wasn't pleasurely real fun. But we had a good time. What happened? Wow. Did you just... I oh, just, I see what you did. Yeah, I just went yeah. all there. I went all out. Shoved them all together. Shoved them all together. Combinotron these words. <laughs> Combinotron. Hit your boy. So wait, I was Ultron reading... Here. Speaking of comp... Tron and stuff. Okay. Computron. The new, <laughs> the new Transformer movie. Like, I haven't really been paying attention to much of what's going on. Yeah. But they just announced today that King Arthur is going to be in it. So it's, it's called The Last Night. Transformer, I think The Last Night or something like that. Yeah, because, like, the primes are knights now. Yeah, but wait, King Arthur's in it. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, like, yeah, the, I'm, they're, I'm they're so called, confused. like, the prime knights. So, like, all, like, prime and, like, the other, other 13 other primes are all, like, knights. Okay. Um, so are they time the traveling, or is King Arthur coming to the future? But no, I mean, clearly well, they did like s- a night at the museum kind of right. <laughs> night at the museum, yeah, that would work. That night at the museum Transformers crossover. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man, way better, way better man. than the Men in Black. It's too bad Robin Williams is dead. Twenty one Jump Street because <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever. Oh man, that's really Teddy sad. Roosevelt riding in on Optimus Prime, <laughs> <laughs> who's riding on a giant Tyrannosaurus, right? Oh, and man. that T Rex is being chased by Grimlock, who's trying to hump it. Yeah, like this all the while, amazing. Megatron's like over off in a corner, like this is way more stuff than I. I was not prepared for this. I they, was, sh- they should have probably just let us right. write the movie. Decepticons, let's just hit the bar because they won. Forget it. Forget it's it. over. They've got a they got two dinosaurs. <laughs> They've seeded Detroit to us. We'll take it. And I'm out. Um. Yeah. I don't. Okay. So wait. So okay. Nico, you know a lot. You're you're a pretty big nerd about uh, the yeah, robots. Transformers. The robots yeah. in disguise. Have you yeah. been robots. Have you been doing your research on the uh, robots the, in disguise? Uh, Is, on the new movie. No. Are they in fact more than meets the eye? Uh. 
sometimes they are, but not all the time. Okay. Sometimes they're very obvious, and it's like, okay, that's a Transformer. Oh, oh okay. How many all times right. have you seen that Transformer? Uh, in person, at least twice. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. There very will cool. be a drug test following the show. Thank yep. you for Appreciate participating. It. You pass. Um, or you're fired. We saw right. one in Vegas. We did see one in Vegas. See? I'm yeah. not, I'm not we crazy We were in here, Vegas, guys. and there was a guy who was a bumblebee. Oh, okay. And it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I want to take my picture with him. And then I took it, and they said, oh, that'll be $5, please. <laughs> yeah, we didn't realize you had to pay for <laughs> those street people. <laughs> yeah, that's how they make their living, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't charge people to take p- money pictures with me. You don't, you don't charge people money for money? No. All right. Well, that's, that's I mean, people, not the currency. People so. want to take pictures with me. I'm not like, five bucks, please. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, because you pretend to be Jonah Hill. Right. <laughs> yeah. And everyone always is like, super bad. Right. Every time they review a movie, they're like, last time he was in spring, he was kind of a huge douche. But otherwise, Jonah Hill's awesome. Yeah. Did you yeah. tell that story? Yeah. 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 I mean, if you listen to any of the podcasts, right. you would know these things. If you were a fan of the show, all Mama of them. Yeah, No, you don't. No, you just told you have to this listen. close from being exiled to the car. I wanted her to listen to our funny Nico going back to school uh, story last week, but uh, she we, we didn't make it. She tapped out. But I do have a new Nico back to school. The new Nico back to school. Zach, if you're listening, that was a great segue. Thank you very much. You suck at segues. So, <laughs> so I asked so Nico this here, week. Let me let me set up the scene. I want oh. Nico to t- set the scene. Okay, up. all right. Hit us up, DLC. So. So, uh, candlelights? Uh, yeah, candlelight ceremony. Uh, oh. So, I, I get up in the morning, I get dressed. First week of school? First week of school. I'm like, I'm like, I'm ready. He brushes his hair, brushes his teeth. Brush uh, my hair, brush best, my teeth. I'm going to call false on both. He put on, on his best pair of corduroys. And then I, I walked down the stairs. Sweater vest? Yep. And then, uh, Dad's by the door. There's bi- a vocals. Yep. <laughs> Dad's by the door. He, he opens it up and he's and like, are you, are you ready for your first day of school? Also, you're driving by yourself. All right, good luck. And I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. So I get into my car. So you drove all the way to school by yourself? No parental yeah. advisory? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So I, so I drive no to school. No wonder it was a scary drive for you. So I drive all the way to school, and I get there. I park in, like, the very back because I didn't feel like struggling for parking. Because he needed to get his exercise in for the day. Exactly. Right, right, so, right. so I walk all the way across Solid campus, choice. find my class, and then realize I have, like, about an hour and a half before I have to do anything. And I was like, I left a little bit way too early. So I'm, I'm walking around campus. I just find my other classes. And then I go to my... Uh, that's I now, go to, I'm gonna give you. That's a smart move there. That guy. was. That was. Most people would have just sat outside on their phone playing, but you took the time to walk around, find your other classes, so you would familiarize be like, yourself with yeah. the route. Hey, man, some of us is rubbing off on you. Mentally mark all go. your emergency exits. Way to go. Exactly. Okay. All so right. I walk into the building and I'm like, Hey, where is found this the room? snack shop? Yeah, found right. found, the, found the vending machines there, and I was like, Cool. I have no money. Awesome. So I walk upstairs. I set. I find Sponsored my classroom. Doug Radio. Right. Uh, I find I find the classroom, and I'm I'm waiting there, and there's about two other people outside the door. I'm like, okay, so you know, you know, they got about 20 minutes till the class starts. We're just super early, and then you know, 10 minutes passes. Some more people show up. 15 minutes, more people. There's about 12 of us sitting outside the classroom door now. From 15 to 12, and no teacher. And there's no teacher. The class started 10 minutes ago, so we're all waiting. We're this like, sounds like this is a excessive. Scary movie start. So this is excessive, right? So we see, like there's teachers to me. Yeah, teachers are coming up and they're dream, walking right dream, past the door, dream. and they're like, okay, obviously these aren't the people we need. Right. And then uh, these are not the students you're looking for. These aren't these aren't the classrooms you're looking these for. Aren't the classrooms you're looking for. We wait there for about thirty minutes outside this classroom after class should. See now we we discuss this ten minutes. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I, I give my rule is fifteen minutes. Yeah, so no the, call, no so show. The, I'm out. So Boom. the collective students that are there, the twelve or fifteen of us that were there, we get up and we're like, we out. See you guys next week, or see you guys later this week. So we all leave. Me, this one guy, go downstairs. We go and talk to the info desk. 
because Nico it. has scoped the place out. He knows where everything is at this point. Yeah. Well so done. We well find, played, the, we find the info desk. So proud of our little Eagle Ranger. So. We, we walk over. We got a pad one much we, longer. We meet up with one of the other girls who just walked out. Ooh. She cute? Uh, eh. What's she, she wearing? Is she single? I don't know. I don't DLG know. needs her. <laughs> Hook her up with Corey. So we go down. I mean, he can, he can handle <laughs> Does he she can have do a himself. tender? Right. Yeah, or an Uber. real question. So we walk down to the dean's office and we ask them and they're like, oh, well, that's weird. It's like, there's a class in there for Wednesday. And it's like, no, not when our, uh, none of our schedules say today, uh, Wednesday. And we're like, okay, what's going on there? And then she's like, guys, it's a late start. doesn't start till the 26th. And then all of us are <laughs> collectively just like so this our 15, head in our hands. This 15-minute story he just told to set it up. Basically, Nico didn't read. He took the time to no, find no, the whole hang place. On. To be fair, I don't want to even lump Nico in. Somewhere there's 12 other idiots. Yeah, 12 people <laughs> decided not, out how to, read not to read the schedule to realize off. class doesn't start till the end of the month. The so, 26th. So the 26th. <laughs> so just so we're clear, today, recording, right now, it 31st. is Thursday, the first. September 1st. And that was... You're 24 days off, 25 yeah. days off, somewhere around there. <laughs> you were a little early, buddy. So we got there. And the funny part is that it wasn't just like, oh, it was like two people. It was literally 15 people just waiting outside the door. See, and that would really mess me up because, because here's my rule in college. Like, if four to seven people assemble in the same place, then I'm not wrong. Like, I'm like, okay, well, obviously we're all here together waiting for the same thing. <laughs> you guys were all wrong. Twelve yeah. of you managed to not figure it out. Twelve people managed not to look here's, at the schedule. Here's what I recommend doing when class starts. Sit nowhere near any of those twelve people. <laughs> do not friend those people. Do not friend those people. Do not copy their homework or notes because they are clearly the dumb ones. So <laughs> so then after uh, after some more cluster inspection, I was like, oh, sweet. My next class on Friday doesn't start till next Friday. Cool. Yeah, then he took the time to look at his schedule. <laughs> I thought everyone started school this week. It's not high school anymore. Yeah, I know, right? You got different start times. So wait, so did you drive home like five hours early and dad's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I, I called him. I was like, I was like, yeah, class doesn't start until the 26th. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll well, see you at home then. <laughs> come help me take over the world. Get back, so I, I get back, back to your post, Nico. I, I get back and, he, and I'm like, hey, uh, uh, do you want me to go get lunch or something? He's like, yeah, take these Burger King coupons. I was like, all right. Oh, you're using my King coupons? Yeah. Oh. You should have left them there. I did. I left a whole sheet. Like, it's like $200 worth of Burger King coupons. <laughs> so this is really, my, There's some really good deals on there. I know. One of my favorite college stories. Sure. I go to freshman <laughs> orientation. All right. There's like 200 of us there, right? And we have to take this like math math uh, exam. Not the TSI. No, it's basically if you pass it, you can take college algebra. If you don't, then you have to take some remedial intro to right. college math. Are class. you stupid? You go here. Yeah. Are you smart? So you go here. we all take yeah we all take the test and we all file into this room and they start calling names out of people. Oh shit! And about snap. the fifth name, my name gets called. So I get up. So back in you know I'm going to college. I've got the long blonde hair. Right, right. I'm wearing you know a big you know silver fake piece and chain necklace. <laughs> You know, right, I, I'm, you know, I, I kind of look like a, a slouch almost, and so I get into the room, and, and what later is this almost you look like a yeah, slouch. So later on, some of the people I befriended, they were like, as soon as we heard your name, like, oh god, those must be the people that didn't pass this test. <laughs> so we get to it's this room, over. and there's like 20 of us, and we're the only 20 that actually passed the test. <laughs> we're just looking around. It's like suckers. suckers. Don't judge the book, man. Uh, actually, kind of a similar thing. So when I went to orientation, I went to University of Alabama. And so, you know, he said that like 12 times in this podcast, not this specific one, but every time he talks about college, like I went to the University of Alabama, you, you want to, you want to, well, because I didn't have one the, year. I didn't have the, like, I like community college a lot more than I liked university. I really did. But so you see the difference when you do those things. So when you go to the big schools, like when, like University of Alabama, like, uh, the Dallas Baptist University. Oh, okay. So it's not really a big school, but it's bigger <laughs> than a community college. It's bigger than a marginally. Well, yeah, it is. Probably than some. 
Um, it's but way so, more expensive. Than way that's, more expensive. That's the important part. And it doesn't have the high school vibe. So when you're at the orientation, um, you know, they do have you take some tests, and they kind of weed right, you right, into right. groups and all that. And so we're doing the scheduling, and I'm sitting with the other kids that are in the advanced honors programs, and then they're also on the engineering branch of it, which is what I was in. And so I'm sitting there looking around. And, and I you're realized, the only white person there. I just realized how completely different I was from all of those folks. <laughs> like I had, I, I was wearing contacts back then. Um, I was wearing like a cartoon Transformers shirt. <laughs> yeah, like nice. I was nerded out, but like me, I was already me at this point. And these kids were like, like the the Coke bottle glasses, the yeah. pocket protectors. These were the hardcore. Like they studied super hard to get. Where That's they were. all they did was and just. I'm sitting study. in this room and I'm looking around at these ten or twelve kids and I'm thinking to myself, "Holy crap! What did I get myself into? Like, <laughs> please don't room me based on this. Like, there's <laughs> nothing good that can come of this. Nothing good at all. Um, it wound up being it wound up being really interesting. They actually roomed us. Uh, you know, I wound up being roomed based on common interest." And they lumped us all in because our common interest was we weren't from Alabama. Oh, okay. There were so few of us that were going to school there outside of the University of Alabama that they had one dorm essentially for basically the out-of-towners. They were like, let's not put these people with all the rednecks. They won't know how to handle it. Right. These are the people who came here thinking we're prestigious. These are the guys who aren't going to join the fraternity. Let's put them in their own place. Right. So it was a lot of fun, but the interesting thing was just how, like, we had to learn about Alabama together. Like they have, just, it's just different. Uh, cigarette uh, age is nineteen, not eighteen. Okay. So all the all the hipster kids who already smoke but at the eighteen alcohol in college age is like twelve. The alcohol age was like free. Like I don't, even, they don't even charge you. They just set it outside the gas station. You just put it in your truck and drive off. And here we go. Is that not? Is that not what it's for? No, no, that's not what happens. Oh, here well, we probably go. more than one warrant in the state of Alabama, <laughs> and that's uh-huh. why you haven't been back. Yeah, <laughs> since yeah. you left. Yeah, that is true. Um. <laughs> But so it, it was just a different – you're right. When you sit in that orientation room and you're looking around and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> what have what, I gotten myself What am I into? doing here? Right. Oh and then God. you go to community college. You're like, yep, I'm better than all these people. I lo- okay, can I say – I loved taking night classes at community college. That wasn't a good idea for me. No? I was telling Nico by like my junior year. I was I was I was I was making money and so I wasn't as interested in school anymore. True, true. But I was like, I'm gonna try to make my schedule as easy as possible. Here's one class I can go to it only Wednesday nights for two and a half hours once a week. Perfect. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. Because <laughs> you miss one class, you've you're like behind. missed the whole you're week. Behind. And it's like oh, it's only two hours is not bad, but then like thirty minutes before class you're like, Holy duds, I'm gonna be there for two and a half hours. Nah, I'm done. Yeah, like Pack so. It in. One thing, one thing about community college is it's really easy to, you kind of said it, uh, high schools. It's really easy. If you go during the day, it's really easy to kind of fall into, like, silly patterns, like where you, you know, you kind of, you make fun of the teachers, or you just talk, and you're not there to learn. And you make friends. But the reality is you're paying for this education. You're you're spending your money to sit there. there there's another another point. Keep going. So, uh, so I liked the night classes because I would get there, and it'd be a... Uh, It'd be the soccer moms, and it'd be like that's why you like going to night classes. Oh, yeah, no, but it would be the people there who were there to take it serious. But like they were already adults; they're grown ups. Right, right. They're not like yeah, they're going to be friendly and nice, and if they need help or if they can give help, but they're not there to like. They're not there because they have to be there. They're there because they, they want to be, be there. there, and so that experience is way different. It's so much better. So we yeah. were both class clowns in oh, our respective yes, high schools. Absolutely. Uh, look me up in uh, your book, Oak Ridge, two thousand two. You'll find my silly mug there under class clowns. But when I got to college, and even even now, like the workplace, com- like the class clown bit annoys the crud out of me, man. Oh, like yeah. I hated when we were in college, and like they want to make the wisecracks, or like when we're at 
meetings at work and there's always the one yahoo that like wants to make funny suggestions in the back and try to be the class clown it's it's not high school anymore man like right some people are actually are here because they want to be and they need this and they need to pay attention i mean anybody can get through high school right even with my jokes and trying to be funny but once you get to college the workplace let's get through this meeting as fast as possible so we can go about our business right yeah to me less college but i still i don't like it in college because you're right we're paying for that time it's now on our dime Exactly. Uh, work, especially, I can't stand it because it's like, like, and I have fun at work. I make jokes and I and I play. Oh, with I have a great time too. But once it's time but, to get serious and you're in a meeting we're, setting, meetings and things like that, man, let's just get out of this stuff. I mean, I joke around all possible. the day on the sales floor, out in the warehouse with the guys. Right. But once meeting time comes, I don't want to be in here. Let's get this over with. Right. This isn't how ASAP. we make our money. This especially when money. there's an outside outside source, right, or somebody from a different branch coming in to do the meeting. Let's just get it over with. Let's be respectful of their time. This is why I'm, I'm kind of happy. I don't. I, mean, I live so far away because all, basically all my friends went to the same campus and they're all there in the mornings. And it's basically like I was like, it's like 13th grade over here. <laughs> grade 13. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Although what, this this will test your friend making skills. Yeah. Which, make some friends, Nico. Yeah. yeah. Start some clubs. Run for president. So Do earlier something. earlier Perfect. Nico mentioned Tinder. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got proposed the question yesterday: Is Uber the new? Tinder. Yeah, you texted me this, and I don't understand exactly what you're. So right. let me set it up. I'm very confused. So me and the mommy savage are in the CVS. Very confused down the street, and the night manager that's in there, younger kid, pretty cool. I always talk to him every time I go in there, and so we're, we went in there to literally get pull ups and toilet paper, and we come I thought up. You had mastered this, man. Yeah, I know. Me too. We walk up with two packs of pull ups, a pack of toilet paper, bean dip, shredded cheese, Fritos. You guys were into some stuff. A pack of nuts. What else did we we pick up? My awesome paper towels. Paper towels, like hand napkins for the bathroom and stuff. Okay, okay. And so we're just putting out. I'm like kind of like Ugh, the whole time just being stupid. And the guy's kind of giggling. I was like, this is why you don't pick up hitchhikers. Because <laughs> 10 years later, you're married with two kids and you can't go anywhere. Right. No, and so no, he just kind of starts, starts laughing. He's like, so I shouldn't pick up hitchhikers? I was like, no, man. He's like, well, what if I'm Ubering? He's like, is Uber like the new Tinder now? And so it brings us full circle. So I, I text you and I, I asked you this question, and you seemed pretty perplexed yet interested. Yeah, about this statement because like having utilized both apps. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I wanted to discuss this because you've Ubered and you've Tindered. True, you're an Uber Tinderoni. Um, I am the Uber Ooh, like Tinderoni. That? An Uber Tinderoni. Um, that should be your new screen name. The Uber Tinderoni. Uber Tinderoni. <laughs> Hashtag Uber Tinderoni. Hey guys, it's fake Scott Bale here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like to swipe right on this ride. So. As a driver, like, okay, so I've only picked up, like, three people. Uh, one of them was a, a young professional. Ever? You only, you only did I it did. I literally did it for times. one weekend. He did it, well, he did, he did it for multiple times, but when you first started, you almost got your license suspended because you right. went downtown when you weren't supposed to. Right. And without so, like, a fire extinguisher or right. a permit. So the city of Houston made some extreme regulations. This is really the first time to, I've ever heard the Republican argument be true that they try to protect the regulation taxi guys. cancels small business, and that's exactly what they were doing. They were protecting the taxis because taxis come standard with fire extinguishers, and the taxi drivers already have their permits and licenses, and the and the cabs are maintenance regularly and well, permitted. Well, they've got a ton of insurance on them, too, right, because right. they're not owned by them. So, to me, okay, now, when Uber first started, I actually said to a friend that legally this seems like a huge liability in a lot of ways, drunk driving, uh, serial killers. Right. Things of this nature seems like Uber along could, the lines of Craigslist, right? Seems like Uber could really be opening, but but more because Uber is Uber matches the driver to the rider. Correct. So to me, that actually is an even bigger assumption of liability because let's say Allie, you're the rider, 
Uh-huh. You're downtown. You've had a lot to drink, uh-huh. but you were already going to Uber. You already had this planned. Uh-huh. You get in the app. You push it. You set go. It's like my second time driving ever. Uh, Uber says they know me because I passed the background check, but maybe I just haven't been arrested for all those dead bodies in my cabin yet. Yeah, absolutely. So then I pick you up. I serial kill you. You're the one I get caught on. Now your family gets to sue Uber for, like, millions. What yeah. if taxi drivers do that? Well, but... Uh, Who are they going to sue? The, the taxi driver company as well? Yes, same, no, same concept. Except the, taxis the taxi are so drivers, heavily insured. Yeah, I think they go through a if lot If she got drunk strenuous. downtown, she would just call me and I'd go get her. Right, okay, but... well, that's the it, point. Because it happened true. to me once. I got stranded downtown. She came and got me. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Thanks for not calling me, because <laughs> I would have called Allie, and she would have called me. <laughs> hey, go go, go get your husband. Yeah, he's now. calling me. And it's, it's better than it's... the one time he got arrested, and I went and partied instead of getting him yeah, to jail. Yeah, that happened as well. True story. <laughs> this is a uh, story. family show, so let's not get into my past life. <laughs> let's be I'll clear. Get into the no one wants to know how I actually became Joey Savage. <laughs> they just want to know that I am Joey Savage. Right. It involves, it involves scenes from the movie Oz. <laughs> The show eyes. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But so, yeah, Uber to me has always assumed a huge liability that I think they've really kind of – they underplay it publicly. But I, I got to think that somewhere they're getting some legal advice that just tells them, shut this stuff down. But so the city of Houston – They're still going strong, though. They really are. And the city – actually, they lost an estimated $1.3 billion last year. So that's actually affecting kind of their valuations. They were going to go public, and now they're kind of afraid of it because their well, now revenues there's, – Well, there's other ones. Like there's a thing called – I think an app called Lyft. Well, and Lyft has yeah, actually always that. existed, and the thing that's interesting is Lyft and Uber go city to city, and they fight for domination of it, and there are some Lyft cities, and there are some Uber cities. I would like mm. to see a Lyft and Uber celebrity death match on MTV. That would be great. That would be Just, awesome. So I, I guess we got crazy sidetracked here, but uh, but at the end of the day, the city of Houston really made it really hard to be an Uber driver, so I only did it for one weekend because... You are supposed to get a license. I was supposed to, I was supposed to do a bunch of stuff with the city of Houston in order to pick up in Houston that I didn't do including have like a little taxi blue permit thing on my car, which also in order to get it, you had to pass inspections. Right. No, I did pass like seven background checks with Uber. So Uber does amazingly. They do run some thorough background checks. Not thorough enough. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, not thorough enough, but, um, Batman, I am Batman. The problem is the city of Houston really kind of overregulated it so that Uber wouldn't threaten the taxis. And so I was downtown and I was supposed to be picking up this girl, and she's drunkenly yelling to her friend, I think this is our Uber! I think this is him! This is him! This is our Uber! And there was happened to be a cop like walking right down the street at the time, and he, he looked at me, and he pounded on my hood, and he goes, Hey, you! Out of the car! And I was like, Oh, man, what is going on? This is the end of me. You should have paid that parking (laughs) ticket. So the girls immediately turn around and walk off. And so I'm like, Yes, sir. And he first thing out of his mouth is, "Where's where's Where's your blue tag? And I was like, uh, I don't know what that is, sir. I'm an Uber driver. And he goes, you're supposed to be licensed with the city. You get a blue permit. And I was like, oh. Oh. I said, He goes, you need to go back wherever you came from, and you don't pick up. If I see you in the city of Houston again tonight, I'm writing you a ticket, and it'll cost you over $400. So why does that Uber warn you? You said swipe you? left. Uh, Uber, Uber does, but it also still lets you pick up riders. Yeah, exactly. Why doesn't it say, oh, you're not authorized? It should, but again, like I said, Uber's There's a fail-safe. Open, Man. Uber's open why to a, someone lot else of, think of that? a lot of liabilities. Like, I'm telling you, I really think Uber... As an idea is great, as an executed concept it is. Yeah, there's a lot of great ideas, but how to execute them properly right. is a and total so, different ballgame. And so, like, it's really interesting. I, the two rides I did have successfully in, with Uber, uh, I, we live, I live by the airport. I drove in town, picked two people up who were going to the airport. So I drove right back where I came from. Uh, I had a really fun conversation with them. Uh, the other one was a young professional. 
And she literally was in her phone the whole time and didn't speak to me at all. And I was a cab driver. So Ubering and Tinder but probably don't mix really well. But isn't it really expensive no. to Uber? No, not really. Actually, it was probably... It's not any different than taxi yeah, cabbing. The, the, uh, the, the couple, actually, that I drove to the airport, we had a really cool conversation. They came down for a surprise wedding. Which, as a concept, to me, is a failed surprise idea. shotgun wedding. No, 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 no shotgun. Um, like they'd been dating for like eight years, and she thought this was going to be an engagement party. And then, when he gets on one knee and engages himself to her or asks her to marry him, her parents and his parents walk through the door also. And then there's a priest. So she didn't even get a dress. So he um, went the cheap route and well, didn't buy I her. I don't know about cheap route because he he held it here in Houston, like flew everybody in from all these. They all live in different. That was all. So he didn't have to pay for a big wedding. You know how expensive a wedding is. He went the cheap route. I mean, maybe, but I said no. Corey probably doesn't because he hasn't been married yet. Right, like right now, all I'm thinking about is like way to ruin this guy's like huge romantic. <laughs> yeah, he flew in like 20 people, including her parents from and Tibet. A yeah, on Australia his, on his his work credit uh, card uh, that he had uh, all these points. I all these flyer miles. Oh, man, <laughs> listen, you we started this before the show. She's, high flyer she's, miles. She's a Debbie Downer, man. <laughs> she is a Debbie Downer. There's a Debbie Downer. Unless you're talking about Green Tea and Three Musketeers, she's not smiling. Right, Mama Savage, the nag. Yeah, whoa. The nag is strong. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yes. I guess Uber and Tinder probably. No, because like. like so how did that work? Like you, 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 well, they should have like pictures on the Uber and then you can swipe left or right if you want to pick you the, up. The thing that's really <laughs> awkward is they see a picture of me and you know me. Like I don't take great photos. Yeah, it's so like, like hmm, this guy. And it's yeah. a tiny photo. Swipe so like right. all they see is a beard and a pair of glasses in ooh, this tiny photo. That's why you got the beard. I love the beard. Yeah. Swipe right. And so they definitely. Like, ooh, a foreigner that feels like yeah. oh. what I'm, swipe left what I want here is a, is a Pakistani man to drive me to the airport and not swipe to left <laughs> but so like I said with the couple of the, uh, from, on the way to the airport we had this really interesting conversation about Uber because they were actually my very first pickup so we're having this fun conversation about like the charging and all that and I asked them I said you know I see what I'm going to get when I accept the ride I said so you know why did you choose Uber and so he was like, oh, you know, I was, you know, we looked at everything. He said, trust me, you know, we're, we're two young college, recently graduated young professionals. He said, we evaluate everything. He said, but uh, this was cheaper than the cab ride by about Over-evaluate. 10 bucks. Over-evaluate. So I was like, okay, all right. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I'll swipe right here and win. Yeah. And uh, they tipped me also and gave me five stars. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. High quality. The young professional lady also gave me five stars. And then in, on her comment, she put nice ride. And then, um, uh, you it's, never I think it's Ubered because again? we literally didn't speak, and that was the end of your Uber career. That was that was because the third <laughs> ride. Right. Hey, you, that means you got a one hundred percent five. You star went out on top, one. man. That's right. I am. I am a retired you five always, star Uber driver. You always want to go out on so top. Do you have to quit, or you just don't do it anymore? I I just didn't do it. Now, the one thing Uber does do that's super creepy is they text you from this number. So I guess they have like a marketing guy down here who's like pushing Uber here to the drivers. It's like he'll text you. He'll be like, "Hey, man, we're we're heading." Um, they had a word for it, a, a, a blitz or a rush, where it was like super expensive right then because there were so many rider requests and so few drivers that the rides were three times more the average cost. Awesome. That's good stuff. So he would be like, hey, man, we're having Supply a rush. Supply and demand. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. It was a perfect example of market capitalization in that instance. So like, God, we're nerdy. Like, yeah. So like, supply and demand was literally running the pricing for Uber. If, if it was equal, if there were more drivers than riders, it's in the rider's favor. If there's fewer drivers than riders, it's in the driver's favor. So that's how it works with Uber. But, yeah, it would be like, hey, Uber. we're having a rush right now in, in the southeast section of downtown Houston. If you could be there in 10 minutes, you'll probably make 50 bucks. It's like the thing that would text you. And so, like in, like so in an hour. 
So you'd be like, oh, okay. But you would just get these random texts. Like, I'd be at work, and my phone would buzz with a text message. Or you'd be with a Tinderoni. Right. We Trying to get my Tinder wrong. I got to go, girl. I got to go, go Uber. Oh, dang, girl. You you ain't got $200 on you, do you? You should put that in your profile. Retired five-star Uber, Uber driver. driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you're That'd right. That'd be awesome. That right. Right. That's enhancing your uh, the experience there. Right. I the know. resume is sexy Just bring that resume out, bro. Mm. Five-star retired Uber driver, but you, Corey DLG. You know, you know, so you said my own comic shop. I put that on my resume uh, because, you know, I was proud of it. That was a good nine months where I also don't feel like explaining a work gap where it's like, what'd you do for nine months? And I was like, nothing, you know, just yeah. like, out. Tendered. Yeah, tendered. Tendered <laughs> like a pro. No, um, you know, and it, you know, have my own store. But you definitely, I put that, just talking about resumes, I put that on the resume um, because I, it's really hard to explain work gaps. I put my Taekwondo belt rank on my resume. I think you should. I do. Texas champion, Texas State Taekwondo sparring champion. My my purple belt. But you got to put in parentheses points, points, points. John points. Claude Van Damme style. Yeah, because what if they're like, hey, I'm a fighter. Hey, we my, should. Uh, my we fight's should coming spar. up soon. My fight's coming up soon. Oh yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, actually, you <laughs> know, gotta, uh, my buddy kids. James, James the Smasher Hatcher. James the Smasher Hatcher, October first, right? Show. That's right. He's got a fight coming up October first. Uh, I'll try and get him here in the studio here towards the end of the month, and then we'll also maybe hopefully give away some more tickets for that down there. Maybe. We'll see. We've got to reach out. Us. Yeah, we've got to find out. Dun, 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 Radio. Is there a movie this is in? Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star or... Have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash contact us or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. That stank on it. We are Nerd Thug Radio. We got so excited last segment, we didn't even do any of our like. Here we are, but uh, I'm the captain of the show, so that'd be like the point guard, Joey Savage, the man of the paint, Corey DLG. I'm the star of the show. The water boy, Nico, Nico. DLG. Yeah. It's your boy here, and the cheerleader, uh, Mommy Savage, hanging Wait, out with you have us. Cheerleaders? Well, that one. Oh. You know that cheerleader that's on the team but doesn't want to be on the team because she's super emo? and Like just on the bench? Yeah. Gets really excited every time we make a shot, though? Yeah. No, not that one. Oh. The one okay. that just... The one is, next to that one? Because the, the town, there's only like 30 kids in the class, so there's only four cheerleaders, and she has to be one because she's one of the girls. Right. And they're emo still when they listen to punk just, rock. Eh. So they're just sitting there like, yeah. uh, I'd rather be doing art and slitting my wrist. Yeah, just, that's that's yeah. Mommy Savage. Yeah. That's okay. our cheerleader. See, she, not, she gets it. That sounds about right. pretty vivid there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't. You kept going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, things just kept popping up into my head. So I, I was just waiting for you to stop because you're married to Rolling her, with it. Just kept rolling with it. Just kept going. He likes living in the doghouse. Well, I wasn't specifically describing her as a person at that point. It was more of just the persona I was going after. The persona for there? Yeah. I was just describing her persona. <laughs> so we have a website now. 
Yeah. Nerdthugradio.com. We are dot com. We are dot com in it, bros. So go on that website, check it out. Uh, there's pictures up there. You can contact pictures. us through. Uh, yeah, you can. You can see us naked on it. No, you can't. No. Each one of our. Uh, Wait a minute. Hang on. Wait. Illustrious I host. I sent you like twelve. Pictures Nobody of my wants to see any part of you unclothed. I sent like you should probably wear of my long to your wife. You should probably. Wait. No wonder she was in such a bad mood all day. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. Uh, but yeah, we all have a we all have a blog on there, so you can kind of see what goes on inside of our heads when we're not doing the show. It's a dark, scary place. Uh, Corey's will be very in the wintry um, winds, smart and nerdy like probably. Witty. Uh, Zach's Zach will have one as well. Uh, Angry Zach. Zach attack. Uh, mine's pretty uh, pretty lame. It just covers the three B's: beers, babes, and bands. I like I like that though. That's that's uh, that's perfect. There's no thinking about it. Just look at the beer of the month, the lady of the month, and the band of the month. Wait a minute, of the month? What kind of blogger? Or the week? Do? Yeah, or the month. <laughs> he's like know. he's like the, the of, of the, the month. month. Of I'm the bi weekly. If, bi-le- I, if I have time to do, yeah, bi weekly. That's, that's like now. I'll probably do it once a week. Guys, I did bees. my blog. Where are y'all? I did. Yeah, I, I, I completed mine first. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. He up. made the easy one fast. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's been three weeks, Joey. My, my babe of the month though is our babe of the week is Ruth Nega, who is on a uh, preacher. So you guys should go check that okay, out. Okay, not where I would have gone with that, but okay, all right, all right. Well, I've been binge watching preacher this week. Yeah, no, I Savage. Just, I just would have picked somebody attractive as all. Well. She's <laughs> very attractive. I, I, I find her very attractive, uh, and she's kind of a little badass. She no, she is very tough. I, yeah. however, do not find her attractive at all. Um, Did you know that her and Dominic Cooper have been dating for the last like six years? Swipe what? it. And Dominic Cooper could have some quality. And they've been dating since 2010, I believe. Poor Dominic now, Cooper. Now they're uh, starring on the show together. And now he's in a show called Preacher where he'll never get any again. I have a feeling they're, they're that they're both she on Preacher. Like beats him up. Yeah, maybe. Right? Like she's like, a, yeah, absolutely. He's like, babe, I um, I don't know what accent that was. I really, <laughs> babe. <laughs> babe. But we still have um, we still have the Facebook page too. So check us out, facebook.com backslash nerd the radio. Check us out on Instagram. You can get to all those on the website. On the website, there's oh links. yeah. There's but links. more importantly, we are Nerd Thug Radio on irlonestar.com. Yes, soon and very very soon to be. Well, right now, if you're hearing us on the radio, no, no. Oh, so very what soon. What about right now? No, no, not right now. We, we, soon now. Uh, probably not this episode, not but the Check next, the next episode. Check it now. The next episode will probably be Check it now. the radio episode. This is episode twenty-two. Check it now. I would say episode twenty-three, maybe twenty-four. Check it now. What about no, now? no, okay. not now. Okay, okay. So what you're doing right now? Go to your radios. One hundred four point five FM. It's going to be one hundred six point one first, or one hundred six point one, because Corey doesn't pay attention. No, I was just giving them both options. I go numerically. Sister order. station, right? One hundred six point one's going first. It'll be up uh, running full blast in a couple weeks. But so, yeah, just check right now. Check right now. But nothing. Check right now. And I'm checking. Nico, are you checking? Uh, no, nothing. Yeah. Okay, but like, what if someone's listening to us like three weeks from now? Yeah, three weeks from now. Now see? you can find us. See what I'm doing? Now you see? can do it. Now who's you the brains it. here? Not who's you. the star? We also have a new T-shirt design. Check it now. Female and male. Uh, Corey, what's that web address to our T-shirts? What? It's going to be on the website. It's on the website. You We're going to link it on the there. website also. It's divineoutlawboutique.com. Just we go have. to the website and find it. Yeah. Go to the so website. So going to be link, link on the it. website. There's like a shop till you drop at. A shop Woo! till you drop at. Like it. Can, can I make a recommendation? To her. Can it be a shop while you lay around at? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's more your style. Yeah, because I'm already, I drop pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> and when you drop, you drop hard. Yeah. And then the snoring hard. begins. Hard. And then oh, no one else snoring. around you can sleep. Hard. That's why you can't stay the night at my house no, anymore. No, you're not hard. 
He stays at our house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's literally on the other side of the house, and we can still hear him. We can still hear him. One this time, is how bad I feel. None. None well, at all. <laughs> so, Nico, one time, uh, Corey comes over on a Sunday, and we we're going to go do some clicks action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he, he falls asleep on the couch. Yeah. So we're supposed to be there at 4.30. At 4 o'clock, I started attempting to wake him up, and he is just pal-driving these snoring snores, man, <laughs> left and right. He wouldn't even wake up. It got to the point where me and little Sadie Savage were literally hitting him in the face with pillows <laughs> for about five minutes. Until he finally came to. And then he got the look on his face like, is the world ending? Is the world over? No, dude, it's just time to go. Oh. And he slowly, you know, gingerly the wakes up. sheer disappointment <laughs> that I felt. It was going to be all over. That's, right. That's where the excitement was coming from. Right. So I texted you boys this week. You did? And I said, I'm starting my Rick and Morty marathon. Yes. Such a good show. I'm in yes. episode three. Good old Mick and Rorty. So I start watching a little bit good of old, it. With, good uh, old short and blorty. With, uh, with Mommy Savage. She is not a fan of the, of the Rick and Morty by any chance. She's like, what is this? Get on the next level. This yeah. isn't even funny. This is the future of hilarious animation. It's not. It really it is. is. It's not. They went to the, Nothing, they went to the, they went to the no. level of to not have any of their I, pupils be circles. You know. <gasps> nice. Robot Chicken just... Ruins all of everything else for me. It's nothing like Robot Chicken. I don't know. It's just so much funnier than this. This one's way better than Robot Robot Chicken's great, but Robot Chicken's great because it references pop culture icons. This is original and new. This is completely original and new. And boring. But they also, it blows my mind the stuff they do in that show. I'm always like, oh, that's so great. It's really good. She only watched about five minutes. Okay, see, you you only watched five minutes. That's all I could get through. Yeah, it's wow. like go watch the episode of Rick's minutes. Like, it was like me trying to watch SLC Punk two. Five minutes was all. I or could give anything it. Star Trek related. Yeah, five minutes. Go watch go watch the episode of Rick'sy minutes. It's a good one. Okay, <laughs> let's try that one. We'll try that one. I'll Mommy give Savage. it five more minutes. So someone find me a good episode, and I'll give it five more minutes. You'll do as we tell you. And we tell you to watch it. <laughs> so uh, some nerd news this week. Yeah, yeah. That World of Warcraft thing, Legion, launched. Legion, the the new, the new expansion. expansion. So I think they're at ninety, like max level ninety five. I know means there's nothing. only one more max level expansion to go, and then they're done. I know nothing. What do you mean? Like, have about they publicly it. said they're only going to get two hundred? Yeah, that's I why I know it, nothing it 80, about like, World of Warcraft. Six, seven years ago, nothing um, about so it. I've I, never played it. But our friend Rusty, yeah, when they f- he found out the release date. Which they released it. How long ago they released this release date? Like uh, three or four months ago? Probably. He went ahead and took off the whole week of work, he told me. <laughs> so I'm taking off the whole week of World of Warcraft. <laughs> I'm going to sit and binge play it the entire time. Okay, I respect while that. While I eat pizza I mean, off my chest and oh pump, yeah. pump my me, veins sir, full of gravy. Why are you taking oh, yeah. a, a week off of I'm work? I'm going to play video games while the truckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's exciting. Life no, goals. I, I, like, I'm okay with that. Okay, I'm okay with that. Like, uh... They they do this they do like the fun stats when Madden's come out how like uh, x amount of sick days are taken this yeah. x amount of sick hours blah 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 stuff like that uh, or uh, lost productivity to March Madness you know things like that I love those stats because it just shows that everyone on some level gets into these things there's something that oh, everybody yeah, gets into yeah. and cares about and has some fun with definitely um, so World of Warcraft is kind of an interesting thing when it came out. 1985. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it, seems like it right? Like, Back in the early 60s when World of Warcraft was released. <laughs> it's been around masses. forever. So it was the first MMORPG that really For all those people who st- don't know what that means. Massive multiplayer online, online role-playing game. And so over the years, though, they've done a really good job of keeping wow. this thing growing. Because one of the interesting things there's about movie World now? of Warcraft, uh, there is a movie now, but one of the interesting things about it is that their subscriber base doesn't really grow. They've essentially kind of maxed out and tapped out and 
these are the people who are going to play this game because the game's been around for. I mean, Forever. genuinely, so ten like, years. There's no new. Years. There's no new subscribers, but you don't get the older players. people die, and then the young kids start playing. So it just it's it's <laughs> flat. <laughs> it's plateaued. It's plateaued. Their well, kids play it. They yeah, teach it's plateaued. Their kids. Yeah, they hand it to their kids. But also, before you get there, I've met people who play this game, and it's a wide variety. It is. It is of a wide age. birth of people. Anybody and everybody play it. Really, I, I remember. I remember. I worked at Jason's Deli while I was still in school, and I worked with this kid. His name was Ricky. Release date: November twenty third, two thousand and four. 12 years. 12 years. Wow. So Ricky was a huge stoner. Oh, Ricky, you're so uh, fun. This you're kid, so fun. You blah, blah, blah. I, hey, Ricky. I maybe I shouldn't have used his real name. Hey, Ricky. It doesn't matter. People don't know. But so so Ricky, uh, I mean, shout out. What up, man? It's been like 10 years. Uh, what up, bro? <laughs> but so Thanks Ricky, for that dank weed back in the day, bro. Yeah, man. So when people would come in and order, like people would kind of laugh sometimes when they would order from Ricky because he was really nice, really helpful, yeah. but a complete stoner. Yeah. He, got, he had the whole like... Oh man, that sounds delicious! Like, he'd be like, <laughs> like that was him. Oh, oh yeah, dude, that's a good choice, sandwich. man. Oh, and the avocado. Oh on man, you gonna sub the ciabatta for the onion bun? That sounds terrific. <laughs> By the way, onion bun toasted at Jason's Deli. Just about any sandwich you get on the onion bun toasted is phenomenal. That's just my right, favorite fact of life. But onion so, bun toasted. Onion, onion bun toasted. If you're ever Jason's Deli, do that. Uh, but so. Yeah, he was just a really nice guy, but he was totally the, the typical stoner. And so one day we're sitting there, and, it, and it, apparently a new expansion had just been released for World of Warcraft. And he was, like, really stressed out. And I was like, Ricky, what's going on, man? Like, you're throwing stuff around? Like, you're you're way out of your comfort zone here. What's <laughs> up, man? And he's like, man. All right, look, man. He's like, look, they released the new expansion, right? And you didn't even explain what for. And I'm looking at him. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, World of Warcraft, man. Wow. Like you were just supposed to know. Right. Yeah. He goes, wow, man. Wow. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So they released the new one. He goes, man, and all of a sudden, you know, they like, they always level stuff off. And all of a sudden, my guy's like, just weak. My guy's just weak. I was a paladin. Now I'm nobody. <laughs> I was hey, like, and now I'm Ricky? nothing. <laughs> and so basically what happens is when they do these expansions, they do, they, they listen to player complaints and they check their internal math and coding. And they will, like, level things and adjust things. Like, oh, so-and-so was hitting too hard when equipped with this and that. And they'll, they'll, they'll taper that off a little bit to kind of t- to, to keep fairness out of peak efficiency, to be okay, super nerdy. Fair enough. So what will happen is you will see guys who like, oh, I, only, I always only played this one type because I figured out that it's the best. And then the new expansion comes out, and it, and it downgrades that a little bit and upgrades something else. I used to be a paladin, and now I'm nothing. Now, <laughs> now I'm nothing. That's a good t-shirt. Yeah. Like, that's a good t-shirt like, Ricky right there. was devastated, man. That's good right there. And I felt bad. When he said that, I was like, oh, dude, like. That sucks. Your yeah. life is over, man. Right. And he was probably like a level 45. This is how long ago that was. Like, he was like, this is it for me. <laughs> and, like, just the, the sadness on Stoner Ricky's now face I'm nothing. really ripped me apart for, like, a whole day. I, I remember leaving work that day. Uh, just it was in the apartment before you and I lived together. Okay. At that apartment. I remember coming home that day and sitting down with the TV on, and just for like five minutes, I couldn't focus on anything because I felt really bad for Ricky <laughs> and his paladins. Like, I was like, like, because he looked so broken about this. <laughs> I, wow. feel, I feel for you, man. Yeah. Like you, ever, was, you ever played World of Warcraft? Um, I've, I've watched someone play for about 15 minutes, and it's not for me. You swipe left? Yeah, it's not for me. Um, Nico, what about you? Uh, I've never really enjoyed MMOs to begin with, so... Not. I don't mind MMOs. I just haven't found one that I like. So here's what I don't like. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. So here's what I don't like. So uh, Skyrim mm-hmm. this is a great game. We all agree. We all love Skyrim. Do you ever play Skyrim? I have not. Yeah. Okay. So Nico and I can agree that we love Skyrim. It's a good game. Well, what's fun is when you show up to do your quests and your stories and your adventures, you're the only guy there. What's yeah. not fun on a massive multiplayer online role-playing game 
when you show up to do it, so is 258,000 other people. <laughs> They're so all like, there at once. Everyone's hanging out there, and there's always some jerk just running around, getting in between everybody, just running around having fun. That's, that would probably be you. Right. It would be me if I wasn't, like, if I'm not the guy <laughs> playing the story. So, like, it's just it just drives you crazy because you're trying to have your adventure, and they're like, only you can save the town. And then there's 12 other people. And there's nine people getting the exact same information, right? Like, you look to your left <laughs> and your right, crap and you're like, is this? do you mean me? I'll just follow that guy. Her? Are you talking to underscore David? Like, <laughs> which one of us are you talking to right now? Hey, guys, now? it's your boy. Underscore David. Here. Yeah. Underscore I used David. to be a paladin. Are you talking, to, to, are you talking <laughs> to Jellyfish? Yeah. Sergeant Jellyfish. Are you talking to Blow Hard 1328757000? To poop underscore fire? Right. Hot fire. Hot fire. <laughs> Super hot fire. But so, like, Taco it's just, Bell sauce it's fire. It's stupid because you're sitting there and there's 800 people getting the exact. And so then when you run along, they literally are running right alongside of you, killing you. are all doing the same thing? you're all doing the same thing. Yeah, but that's always, like, the beginning. But then you get, like, cool stuff like raids. Or there's, like, yeah. there's, like, 40, there's, like, literally 40 people who, like, Barring. get or you're, like, together and take down a huge... somebody in the game. Oh, that's happened. Really oh, let's that. tell that story. Okay. Oh, you're going to tell the story? I'm going to tell the story. Are you going to do it? I'm going to do it. You're going to censor their names? Uh, Give them fake names. Let's call them Jack and Sally. How do I do, this? How do, I do Let's call yeah. them Jack, Sally, and Sue. Okay. So, okay. So I, I had a buddy of mine who Jack. did did in fact play the World of Warcraft. Jack, horrible, and who uh, loved it. He was he was a he was a wild guy. Probably he, still plays it. Would you think? Oh yeah, probably. He would hang out with us. Like he wasn't that far into it. He's not one of those guys who's like doesn't do anything in life. Like yeah, he, is he, he the guy that says, "Hey man, take me home. I have to go do a raid. It only happens Saturday at eleven o'clock. And then I can come back out." Uh, no, no. That was my favorite story ever. That was so. I, when he said that, I, I, I think was, we told what? that story once already. I think we told it while he was on the air. Like, yeah, yeah he's he did. like, "Hey, yeah. we have to go back to your house." Cause, All right, we're gonna call him out. That, that was Matthew Mayhem. With <laughs> yeah, Destiny that came out. <laughs> All right, I think we told that story while he was on the air. I just listened yeah. to that show recently, and I think we made yeah. a comment. We need to get um, him on here. We do need to get him back on. Talk about studio. We got to get him out. Talk about video games. Get out here, Matt. I'll see if I can hook him up for next week. There you go. Um. But so what, basically what happened was he's on there. He's playing the WoW. That's how he spends his free time when he's not hanging out with everybody and, and being cool. Jack. He's a cool guy. Jack. And um, randomly one day he's like, hey, man, um, uh, I, I think I owed him like 20 bucks. He's like, hey, I really need you to give me that money because I'm driving to Michigan next week. <gasps> I know that story. You're right. And I was like, you're driving to Michigan. I was like, what's, what's in Michigan? I was like, maybe I'll tag along. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm helping this girl move because I'm bringing her home. And I was like, um, now I need more information. <laughs> Please go into uh, this. I need some, a little bit more. Please there. go into this story. So Mark. Jack Jack met Jill on uh, on World of Warcraft. They hit it off. Jill was just breaking up with someone or wanted to break up with him, but they lived together. Jack was driving to Michigan to pack up her stuff with her, bring her to Texas with him. You have to tell how long did they know each other on WoW? Uh, I don't even think it was much. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was like a few weeks. Hey, Nico, find that Beck song, wow. Beck. Okay, yeah. It was like a few weeks, if I remember correctly. And so he drives up to Michigan. Drives up to Michigan. Picks her up, packs her stuff up, brings her all the way back to Houston. They have together still to this day. Now it's they have been a kid. many years. They have a kid together. They have a kid named Wow. That's true. They're yeah. very happy. Yeah, the first time I met him, I said, all right, what's that story? Because yeah. they don't go together at no, all. No, they really don't. They're visually very <laughs> different folk. Very, very different. Um, and it's funny. It's just, they're like, yeah. Cool people, though. Yeah, cool. really nice. Cool peeps. Just Their don't. baby is gooey at all times. <laughs> gooey. Their baby is gooey. But people say the same thing. When they see me and you, they're like, okay, tell me that story. Because right. those two don't go together. <laughs> right. What did he do? How much money does he have? And I have right. none. <laughs> and I have none. So I don't know what happened. The third Zero. question is, where is her seeing eye dog? Yeah, exactly. Where, where's her service dog? Right. <laughs> Did you know you can adopt retired service dogs? You know what's you know what's to me ironic about that? Because now they need help. Yeah, no, right? 
They're, oh, oh they're, see, see, that's irony. Oh, hey, so if you ever skip school or stayed home from work, literally to play a video game yes. when it first came out, yes. which one? GTA, uh, GTA Three. Me too. That's the senior only, year of high school. Senior year. That's the yeah. only game I've ever missed time because I was going to stay home and play it. No, I also. That's the only one. Grand Theft Auto Three. Um, fabled, fabled, just fabled. When Fable came out, I didn't even have an Xbox. When Fable came out. I took off three days in a row from Domino's Pizza. I <laughs> borrowed my buddy's Xbox, and me and um, our buddy Langs- uh, Officer Langston, Officer Langston, me and me and Officer Langston, literally did not sleep for fifty straight hours. I can't imagine Henry playing fables. And he and I, so okay, so Henry's the coolest dude to play video games with ever. Henry is so much fun to play video games with because he's chill. He'll just sit there and like he'll sometimes be like, do that. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. So he would sometimes he's so, suggest... He's like, suave about Right, it, he's like, so calm. Is he not playing, just watching you? So he'll, no, so so he's like, he's the he's the alternate pilot in all scenarios. So, like, he hangs out, he watches, watches, and, like, I, like, would tap out. Because you... Hour 30. So was he not holding the controller? No, not for the first 30 hours. He's hanging out, watching me play, and helping me, and, like, hey, we should go do this. Hey, let's go do that. Oh, so then okay. it's, like, hour 30. She's my wingman. And, like, all of a sudden, like, I can't I can't focus anymore. Like, I'm, like... <laughs> you I was like, just lose connection to yeah, her. Like, you can't I, see, like, you're blind. Yeah, you start to kind of... I was, like, I think I just killed light. a town guard. He's, like, yeah, that was, like, the third one. And I was <laughs> oh, like, no. Oh. I was, like, um, oh, no. I was, like, take right, the reins. Take the reins. Here you go, buddy. So, like, I would watch him play and, like, doze off and watch him play and doze off. We literally played 50 straight hours on this Xbox, the first Fable, which was uh, you choose the alignment of your character. It was the first game like this where your actions in the game would award you good or evil points. Okay. And your character would literally evolve on screen, and his relationships with characters in the game would change based on whether or not he was evil or good. If you're evil when you walk into a town, the guards are all on high alert. Children run away. The women would literally close shops and lock doors. If you're good... When you walk in, people like hand you money and thank you for the for killing the monsters and stuff. Like it was a really interesting game, and also like you would grow horns or you would get like a like a holy aura around you. Did like, you beat it? We did everything you could possibly do in this game <laughs> in, in three days. We literally just dominated. This I game. never would have beaten the Godfather video game had it not been for for Mommy Savage. Oh, I loved watching that because it was it was like a story. It was like right, telling it had, a story yeah. the whole time. Yeah, it was and I'm on like, the Xbox 360. I gotta know what happens next. And so like we'd be, I'd be really, playing, she would tell me game. what to do, and like, I'd get tired. And I remember, like, hey, do you want to play? No, no, I'm, I, I just want to watch. This is great. You just keep going. Like, okay. <laughs> and then I would get tired. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. No, 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 you can't. You're so close to beating this stage. Keep keep going. We have to know what happens. It's like, I'm not throwing in the towel on you yet. You can do it. Talking like, like a life coach. You have to burn down the bank first. <laughs> <laughs> you have to burn that, down the bank first. That was the necessary portion of that story. Yeah, it, it, yeah, was. it really was. was. And I was like, I'm going to play wrestling. And she was like, no, that's okay. No, I'll, 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 I'll go to bed now. I'll so uh, in my dorm, we the WWE SmackDown had just come out. Okay. And, uh, on the PlayStation 2. Yeah, it was 2 back then. And uh, we actually went to uh, Toys R Us and bought a little $13 World Heavyweight title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the belt holder They're was on... They're not $13 on... anymore, by the way. They're, They're very not. expensive. The, the real ones are expensive. The, the belt holders were obligated to defend their title at any non-class challenge time. So it was like the hardcore, <laughs> it was like the hardcore title like at any point in time? Any point in Remember time. Remember that with was the hardcore title? Alabama? This was in, so yeah, oh. so sometimes like people would walk through the door of the dorm and someone would be like, I challenge you! <laughs> He's like, oh, come on, man! Like, He's like, now! And so, like, you had to, Stop your homework, let's right. go. You had, if they did not have class at that instant, if it wasn't class related, we, that's the only thing we agreed to. You had to defend the title if it wasn't yeah, class related. My freshman year, we had a huge Madden league going on. So there was... Like eight of us in one one. That's league. the Michael Vick Madden because we also played that Madden. Also. Yeah, and it would stink because you'd get to like season or season three, 
you could like relocate a team. Yeah. But if you relocated a team by season four, it just crapped out. Yeah. You had to start over. Everyone so we probably relocate, started over. Relocated. Oh team. yeah, Mexico Everyone. City or Las Vegas every time. Every time. But, Albuquerque uh, for some reason. So we had to like start over like four times because it's like stop relocating. There was no also no one would listen. The Madden before that one. No, no, no. The Madden with Eddie George on it. Yeah. If you had too many created characters, it would crap out in the middle of the season. <laughs> so, like, we, I would... My, my how buddies, far all games of, have gone. All of my homies on the street, we would, I, we, we made ourselves in the game. We were sitting there playing. There's, like, eight of us. And, uh, yeah, like, by, like, game seven, it's like... Burr, burr, burr. Which, which Madden <laughs> Just was stopped it existing. y'all were playing a couple years ago, and he kept crapping out? Like, you were doing well, but... Oh, Joey, he was never doing well. Was no, that yeah, that was uh, well, yeah. But I thought 15? his kept messing up too because you no. kept relocating him. No, he just, no, no. That was a. Uh, he just kept losing. Yeah, I just. Kept, <laughs> oh, you're just Geno that Smith. Was just the end of is him. the greatest quarterback well, that was of all time. Tennessee uh, had they were just like the worst team ever that year. That I took a, the Giants. Yeah, I took and I took the Titans and I traded for Geno Smith. And yes. between him and Odell Beckham Jr., we were the greatest tandem the greatest in the world. Team yeah. of all time. Yeah. The greatest Joey, tandem in the world. Joey did develop Geno Smith, ninety nine overall. So Alex P. Middleton, if you're listening, I took the Giants to the Super Bowl four years in a row. That's true. <laughs> Take that. Boom. Bada boom. Rose guys in the room. Hi yo. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know never... what's funny is like we don't even plan it. No. We just when I say it, he knows that he knows to go with it. I it's hate, the call. I hate it's you the too. call of the wild. I hate you too. <laughs> you love us. That's why you do the show with us. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's true. You couldn't do it without us. You couldn't do it without us. You couldn't do it without us. He needs us. So we got a pretty uh, awesome weekly top three coming up here in the next segment. That's a myth. No, it's not. No, we're not even going to do a weekly top three. Yeah, we're doing a weekly top three. It's a weekly top seven. Oh. So usually we do some character driven or something like that matter. This week, the weekly top three is our top three favorite plot twins. Wow. This is Beck. Beck. Wow. Just let this roll for a second. Oh, man. I don't think I've heard of this. My favorite line is when he goes, and the Lamborghini Shih Tzu. What like, does that even mean? <laughs> He's like, let me find what something that, that rhymes. It's a really furry dog. With its top down? Yeah, it's probably. probably. It goes fast. Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, Nerd Thug Radio indeed. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to you. Oh my God, it's Jason Bourne. Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Just kidding. It's the Captain Joey Savage sitting here with... Corey DLG. And behind the ones and the twos... Your boy Nico DLG here. And we've got special guest, the mom of savages, Mommy Savage. Hi. A.K.A. Allison Savage. Hola. Whoop, 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 whoop. We are uh, Nerd Thug Radio. We are on IRLoneStar.com. True. Very, very, very soon to be Conroe's FM 104.5, Check it right now. Sister stations. Check right now. Check right now. Check okay. us out on NerdThugRadio.com. Oh, also check that right now. Oh, yeah. Log in right now. Uh-huh. Check and it. And the Facebook. Log in. Check it. And the Book of Faces, backslash Nerd Thug Radio. You can also, yeah, you can find us on any social media that's my, site. That's like my internet no. login noise. With the hashtag Nerd Thug Radio. Or no, the hashtag... No. Talking Nerdy to you. No. Thank you, Nico the DLG. Two. While these two kids over here fight, me and Nico will continue the show. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Do your stupid show. Do your stupid show, guys. We don't, we don't care. care. We don't care. He started it. Mom, we don't he care. He started it. 
All right, uh, segment number three of the show today, and this is where we do our weekly top three. Woo! Man, I really thought you were going to do one. I was so excited for it. I was like, Neil, Just go, jumping on it. All right. Let's try, let's try this again. Okay. All right. This is segment three of the show where we do our weekly top three. Weekly top three. All right, that's it. That was, okay, all right, okay, all right. You want to try to get or you no? Do no, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. We'll let we'll let the, I appreciate uh, it, guys. We'll let Junior take the lead. So we tasked Nico with coming up with the uh, topic for the weekly top three this yes. week. So Nico, what's the weekly top three? I've already mentioned it once, but plot twist. It's a plot twist. And where did you come up with this idea? I was watching videos on M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> very nice, very nice. <laughs> what a twist! What a twist! In typical nerd thug fashion, we let the worst go first. Nico, your number three. My number three is. The ending of Mass Effect 3 being terrible. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's a Rick and Morty, the Evil Morty episode. Uh, so in this episode of Rick and Morty... <laughs> so we're in the car. Hold on. We're in the car. All right. And I, say, and I say, Nico, what's, what's your top, any of your top three? He's like, yeah, I've got them all. Like, okay. Does one of them include Rick and Morty? He's like, yep, exactly. I think the last four episodes... Five episodes now. It's just Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty have, have made it into the top three of Nico DLG. I just, I just love it. It's so great. All right, so go ahead. Hit us with it. So in this episode, uh, one Rick has been going into other dimensions, killing all the other Ricks, and stealing their Mortys. Uh, <laughs> Where's the plot twist? Uh, the plot twist comes at the end of the episode when they find out that the uh, evil Rick was actually being controlled by an evil eye-patched Morty the entire time. Oh, oh. plot and twist. Then, and at the end of the episode, he removes his uh, his mind control device on the Rick and then crushes it and then walks into the, the crowd of Mortys being taken away so he can nice. hide, oh. to hide from the Ricks. Plot twist at dun, its dun, finest. Dun, dun. Evil Morty. Evil Morty strikes back. I used to be a paladin, like I haven't seen and that now I'm like nothing. That. Yeah. yeah. Poor Rick, man. Um, let's go to DLG. You want to go to your number three? Yeah, I can do my number three here. Go for it. Uh, is it Rick and Morty? It is not. Mine okay. are more comic book related. Okay, cool. Very I cool. always love the comic book twist. Twist. It's a twist. What a twist. It's t- so, this first one, uh, it's really the only thing this particular writer has ever done that I've liked. Uh, okay. Writer by the name of Chuck Austin. Chuck Austin. He's pretty much if Steve you now Austin's him, little brother. If you look yeah. him up now, it's like the opposite of Stone Cold. He's like the most hated comic book writer in the history of Marvel Ooh. and in the history of X Men. But he's written comics and we haven't. So this is true. props to you, Chucky. This is true. He's Big more up. hated than the people that decided to make Captain America part yes. of Hydra. Mm. Hail Hydra. More hated. Mm. Hail Hydra. This actually, it's kind of interesting now when you look back. Like literally, even in Wikipedia, which is like supposedly an encyclopedia, it doesn't pick sides. The tone of the Wikipedia articles of Chuck Austin stories <laughs> is brutal. because anybody can go in there and change it. Right. But, like, even in there, they're like, and for so whatever you know, reason, he made this happen, and this now canon. We no need a Nerd Thug Radio Wikipedia why. page. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Someone should do that. Uh, Someone so where's the, the plot twist So the from? twist is, what is the when twist? He, he picked up for Grant Morrison's run of New X-Men. Okay. Uh, Grant Morrison done this crazy run. The mutants were going to inhabit the Earth. The humans are dying off. They have only a few generations left. This is all pre-House of M, obviously. Obviously. And they find this mutant, Zorn. Grant Morrison loved making these really complicated, crazy characters. Okay. Zorn had a star for a brain, and these monks had built him a helmet to contain it. So he had all these weird, kind of cool, kind of gravity sort of powers. But essentially, he was just this really laid-back Buddhist dude. The twist is, Chuck Austin, for whatever reason, reveals that it's secretly Magneto in hiding. Uh, Zorn had even healed Xavier, and Xavier had been walking around for like the last 40 issues. Then they revealed, no, Magneto did that simply to torment Xavier when he took the, the metal out of his spine again that he had used to fake a healing. That's like a horrible twist. 
it was it was interesting. That's very rough twist. It was very rough, lame twist. It was interesting at the time because Magneto had actually been out of off the radar for a few years. Brought him back, and the fans had started to be like, you know, back to reality. Like fans always kind of do that in cycles. We're like, okay, it's been a while. Where's where's Magneto? Where is he at? Where's the Wolverine coming back? Turns out Magneto had been on the X Men for two years as Zorn. Awkward. Yeah. So that was that's my number three. Uh, Mommy Savage, you want to contribute to this conversation? I only have one. She's got one. Do you want to save it till the end, or do you want to go now? I don't care. What do you want me to do? Go now. All right, seven. Seven. Which y'all are fighting is not a plot twist, but it is a definite plot twist. Because the internet said so. Right. That's so true. which if plot the twist? Said. The internet agreed with me. Which plot twist are you talking about? At a boot. the very end, Kevin Spacey drives him out into the desert to tell him that he, you know, that they're going to find the last two bodies. And while they're out there, Brad Pitt, who's, you know, the detective, gets a, you know, gets delivered a box. And, What's and in the box, man? What's in the box, man? What's in the box? I like Brad Pitt. He does, he and does so nail it more And so in the box is his wife's head. So that's the sixth envy. The sixth sin. The sixth sin. Which was envy. And then, which ticks Brad Pitt off. And then he shoots Kevin Spacey. And that's the seventh sin. Wrath. For wrath. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. clever. It, so, it's so a the, the conversation we had before coming on the air about this scene, to me, this isn't a plot twist. This is a thrill. Um, it's not really a plot twist because the You're title not of the movie. You're expecting it. But, the title but is of, it the plot twist to get you to the seventh sin? No, because a plot twist to me would be if Morgan Freeman had been the killer all along. That would have been a plot twist. To have the man who says he's the killer take you to the place where you're going to find two more bodies. But then he tricks you into creating the two bodies there. That's not a twist. That was his plan. Like, but it twi- me, you the don't plot twisted it. on him when Brad Pitt killed him to do the seventh yeah, sin. No, no, that, the plot did, that was exactly what Kevin Spacey wanted. Yeah, he wanted exactly. To die? But you don't yes. know that he wanted that. You don't know that he wanted Right, but that's what makes it a thrill, I think, more than a... I don't think it's a plot but twist. But the internet said it was a twist, right. bro. And the internet did yeah. say it was a twist. I, I can't The internet that. doesn't lie, bro. Yeah, duh. You've been on Tinder. You mean you someone know would go onto the internet and post lies? I know. No, nonsense. No, no. I mean, I guess I can't argue the internet. It is the home of all truths. Yeah. It is created um, by Al Gore. Yep. Thank you, Al Gore. Thank you, bro. Thank we you. appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but I just... Mad props, Al Gore. Mad props. Mad props. Thank you for all that porn, Al Gore. That's you can't what we tell should really me. do. We I should write Al Gore letters thanking him for how much pornography we've all seen. I used it. to be a paladin. Hashtag now nerd Now I'm nothing. Yeah, hashtag Nerdthug Radio. Write your letters to Al Gore. Put hashtag Nerdthug Radio. Just tweet it. Start tweeting it to Al Gore and just hashtag Nerdthug Radio. Yeah. Thank you for the thousands of countless hours of girl-on-girl action. Thank you. Al Gore. It's a plot twist because did you expect it? But that's not – but that means every time the the shark in Jaws ate a person, it's a plot twist. (laughs) It's a thrill. It's It's not a plot twist. It's a thrill. It was an unexpected moment. I agree completely. But it wasn't. There's no right or wrong answers. It's our top three. Yeah. Bro. I'm always right. <laughs> You're always wrong. Uh, when we first started doing the top three, we'd always like argue and yeah. like, discredit each <laughs> yeah. other. No, no, that can't be it because this. That's not your top three. Yeah. I just, I don't think, I don't consider the ending. I, I love the movie. I love that you like the movie. It's amazing. I don't consider the ending a twist. plot twist. I it's consider it a thrill. Definitely a plot twist. All right, Joey, that's your number three. My numero tres, the first plot twist I can ever remember seeing ever. All right. The movie Sixth Sense. Ooh. I think when the movie came out, we were That's probably... So M. Night Shyamalan. But we were in, like, what, Sixth Grade when that came out, maybe? Yeah. And I went to, saw it in the theaters, and it just plot twisted, and it mind-screwed me. Right. And I was like, this is not supposed to happen. This is what happens in movies. And there's really... 
uh, like a minor twist in the middle and then the big twist at the I end. Right. And the minor twist in the middle is that at the beginning you don't really believe the kid. And that's right. kind of the the what it feels like the mystery of the movie is going to be is is the kid making this up or not. Then about midway through the movie Bruce Willis realizes that ghosts are real. And then oh, obviously crap. the big twist at the end, spoiler alert, Bruce spoiler Willis is dead spoiler, nearly the spoiler. entire movie. But being in sixth grade, seeing that plot twist... It's very iconic. You can say that it's you know whatever. It's been it's been it's made first, fun of so much, but it is probably it's the first one I ever saw, and I was what twelve years old. It's probably it is, the, and, and he was, never lived up to that ever again. Who, Shalalam yeah, or the Sh- little kid? Shalalam, Ding Dong. Well, we talked no. about this before. I think my theory is that after like that Hollywood, Hollywood that wants you to yeah, he got typecasted as the plot twist director. director. And Hollywood's really big on sequels and, and repeating concepts. Blair Witch is coming out again. So is The <sighs> Ring. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's, no, it's rings oh, and like the Blair Witch two. Right. It's like yeah. the Blair Witch ring. Recycle the ring and the and Blair so Witch. So Hollywood said, "Hey, you made a really good plot twist movie. Give us three more plot twist movies." But just seeing that in the sixth grade, it like screwed my mind. Cause I love Signs though. That Signs was, was a great. Movie. I was not used yeah, to seeing movies yeah, like that. It was okay. Signs was great. Like it was a Mel good Gibson's movie, but it wasn't as good as Six. Sign, I mean, you can't. Signs was a. Signs I like was the, a better, that was. I mean, I like the village shock effect. Right. It wasn't. I like the village. They're uh, all good movies, but nothing lives up to that no, shock does. effect of Sixth Sense. No. But they're not all good movies. The fairy tale movie, no, 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 not, not, not all yeah. of his movies terrible. are good. All right, my uh, my number two is uh, M Night Shyamalan's career. Look at uh, Nico just <laughs> what a twist. Nico just twist. pushing us right along here. Yeah. Yes. All right, Nico, what's your number two, bud? My number two actually is, is M Night Shyamalan's. No, it's uh, M Night Shyamalan's career uh, from being one of the most critically acclaimed actors. He's going to be like the next. Is Nico going to start going like meta with his yeah. top threes? I'm this, okay with this. This is this sure. is where I'm going with this. Uh, he started so the plot out so twist strong. That he wasn't good. The plot twist that he actually was a not a very good director after Smash hits like a uh, Sixth Sense, and then after that Unbreakable, which both have huge followings. Correct. Unbreakable and, was a great. See, movie. I didn't like that movie. Well, some people don't. It's yeah, it's, it's, kind it's, of a, a, it's a either a it's got a very cult hate. following. Well, it's it's really interesting movie to me. Unbreakable is a really interesting movie because I think it's a brave movie to make. Also, it's breakable. Yeah, I might need to go watch it again because I was young. It's, it's really when it came it's out. really slow. It's a hard watch because it's very yeah, slow. There's a lot was. of really tense scenes that really don't ever nothing ever happens happens, but they they build tension well in the scenes. Yeah. And it, it's a really I think it's a really if you watch it now and think about so. Th- I like to do things in vacuums. I like to only watch this movie as this movie and not think about anything else about it. Yeah, and not, I don't. That's think about, why I enjoy most of the comic book movies. Right, and that's yeah. And like I don't think about Tom Cruise jumping on a couch when I watch Mission Impossible. I just never <laughs> watch Mission Impossible. I can't right. think of right. Mission Impossible of, without Tom Cruise. See, and so I like I, I like to do things see in a vacuum. Matt Damon as Jason Bourne when I'm watching. Oh my god, Jason Bourne. Right. Also, he was in The oh, Happening. No, also, a very bad movie by M Night Shyamalan. Right. See? And, yeah. But if you watch Unbreakable and you think about it in the context of M Night Shyamalan, where the Sixth Sense had just happened. The next thing he does is Unbreakable. It's a really great choice and really a brave pick because it's slow. It, it develops. Very slow. It's sort of like a character building and story, long. and then it, it just it, it it ends at the beginning of a story. It doesn't tell you the story you want. It tells you the story he wants to tell, and then he's done. He doesn't tell you the story of Bruce Willis, a superhero. It tells you the story of how does Bruce Willis realize he's a superhero, mm-hmm. and then it ends. And to me, that's a really brave choice because it almost it's like right before the era of sequels and you almost knew he was never going to come back and do anything with it. It was just kind of a really interesting choice and then the rest of his career after that is just... It's just... It's plot twisted downhill. Mixed bag being terrible. Also, The uh, the Last Airbender was the saddest movie in existence. Well, See, I mean, I after, think, after, after I think that, that's why you hate him. You take it personally. Yeah, after I take that, it though, personal, he did Signs, which which you liked. I he did uh, The Village, which I enjoyed. And then Do you I, think that like he got done with some of those movies and like, man, this turned out terrible? No, he no. Also did, he also I think did, probably uh, the Paul Giamatti one he hates. Yeah, because that was pretty Which bad. Which one was that? Well, also, that's the one sideways? With, no, no, that's the one with the, the he 
Doing a swimming pool? Is yeah, in the, the swimming pool connects to like a, a fantasy world. Yeah. yeah. And then like there's a so, like, legend. Fake Narnia. Nope. Swipe left. Yeah, it's really weird. Man, it's okay. the Shalamalam. Yeah, it's no, the no, Shalamalam because it's so silly. Night with Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Remember, uh, yeah, it's that kind of. Remember like wasn't he, of, was, didn't he cast himself as like the great artist? No, no. That was too oh, ahead of his yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in it, the Little Mermaid can tell the future. Oh, and the yeah, Little Mermaid like tells a bunch of timelines. And no, I want to watch this movie. Swipe yeah. left, and like, then and then I think one of them was like he kills a critic or something like that. Like the critic, no, no, a critic kills him. Oh yeah, so right. he's gonna write this book. We should has, mystery science theater this movie. Yeah, so M Night Shyamalan was apparently was already in the middle of writing the book. His character in the movie, it's already in the middle of writing the book. The book has something really important to it that's gonna change the ideas of the world. However, he won't live to see the changes. His children though will. That was what the mermaid tells him. So he knows he's writing this book. It's not gonna be a big deal. He is gonna get married and have kids. He will be murdered by a critic, how by someone who disagrees with the philosophies of the book or something like that. And then the kid will will like. Why did this movie not do this, well? This sounds sounds like, amazing because it was so ter- the guardians and it, the wolves it, and the, it, the it guy who works like out a, half his body. Like <laughs> it sounds like he was on an acid yeah, trip. Yeah, it sounds like a mixture between like Hitchhiker's Guide and that Mister. Oh, Mister. Uh, the last movie that uh, Heath Ledger did. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That, so, movie was, that movie was. It was terrible. Wonder Emporium. I yeah. Like, I like that movie. So it's, yeah, it sort of kind of com- just combines a lot of with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Myth in like, <laughs> R.I.P. Gene Wilder. Yeah. Aww, That's true. Awesome. We did lose Gene Wilder this week. No, he that's was really amazing. Sad. He was um, a. World he was definitely of ahead of his imagination. time. He, I, I don't even think he was ahead of his time. I think he was just unique. I, I read he was such a cool article today that said that. He only agreed to do the Willy Wonka movie if uh, he went in and he was like, all right, I agree to do this movie if I can create the first scene. He was the one that came up with he's going to come out walking on a cane. The cane was going to get stuck and he was going to do a tumble. And it kind of creates the whole essence of do is he lying or is he telling the truth the whole time? That's uh, that's pretty awesome. Pretty yeah, cool. he because that's he, one of my that like, was, favorite movies of all time. And that's and the most, even, one of that. the most iconic scenes. Yeah, and, yeah, I and love that he scene. he was the one that came up with it. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah, but Gene Wilder was a, a true artist. Did a, a lot of just he was in that uh, great comedy era with um, oh my god Richard Pryor Richard Pryor. But no, I'm talking the director, uh, the one who does the history of the world. Um, no idea. Yeah. Oh man, the, the guy who actually the, the guy. Please look this. Mel up. Brooks. Mel Brooks. Oh, Thank I you. love oh, Mel Brooks. So Mel Brooks is oh. is kind of the area. Captain just, Joey Savage for the save. Yeah, Bring in the lefty. I couldn't believe that I, I, I did a totally space space balls. Uh, <laughs> Didn't Kevin Spacey there? Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Grail, that's right? the one with the uh, and so no, Richard Pryor. Python. Python. Yeah, Richard Don't Pryor worry. and uh, and Gene Wilder though are part of that Mel Brooks kind of cast yeah. of actors that he used over and over and over again. Yeah. Gene Wilder. You do Robin Hood Men in Tights. Is that him? No. Or was that Monty Python too? No, no that wasn't Monty Python. The comedy. You yeah, know what? yeah, it's, that was hilarious. It has Carrie Ewells in it. Wasn't Dave Chappelle in there? Uh, yeah, I think he's the monk. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he's, he's a, little John. He's he he's wears a Robin Hood suit. I thought at one yeah, point. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's uh, one of the man, what a great movie. Yeah, Merry Men. No, we, we go off on the left field. Really. That was that was way off. Guys. Let's, let's bring it back to number to the two. Weekly top three. Okay, uh, so my number two. This is a completely different one. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man: The Return of Doctor Octopus. Uh, Peter Parker's. I like how you say octopus. He did the producers. Yeah. I like how you say octopus. Octopus. Uh, so octopus. Young Peter Parker is gloating over the return of Doctor Octopus because Shield has destroyed Doctor Octopus's arms. So what oh. now, fool? So what does he? What does he have? You ready for the big plot twist? Yep. Doctor Octopus controls metal. 
Boom! Oh no! So he just rips off. Uh, so he just builds four new tentacles just out of all the debris laying around. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> he did. Do he Robin. did do Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mel Brooks. Thank you. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. 1993. I, I was just say movie. it was so recent that I, I didn't think that was something he. He also did. He was also in Look Who's Talking too. That's pretty awesome. And but the Muppet movie. We totally just do love the Muppets. Your, you really did, yeah. Your number two. That's all right. No, so Doctor Octopus can control metal in the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> so weird. But it was such they a. They did random... so many goofy things. In but the it was Ultimate so Universe. fun because like Peter Parker was like, "Oh yeah, I got him beat this time. No arms. It's just a fat scientist, with four limbs." Then he makes four more with metal that he controls, and then he's like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> <laughs> and done. And but yeah, it was a really cool plot twist at the time because there's like two issues left in the arc. You know, something else is still about to come up. But you really, Peter Parker's on a high. You really feel like you've won. You're excited, and then Doctor Octopus controls metal. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> Is it called Doctor Magneto Octopus? Magneto Octopus mashup. Do you really want me to answer that? Yes, I do. No, please answer. It was it not. Perfectly. It was oh, not okay. called. It wasn't. It wasn't an amalgam. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd have been great. Okay, so my number two. No, go for yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. My number two is pretty iconic as well. It wasn't a major plot twist to us because this movie was around before we were even born. Okay. But uh, Star Wars, whenever it's revealed. Oh, you know, I thought about space this. Space Conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when a pretty good one. Yeah, Space Conflict is a great plot twist. No, but when it's revealed that Vader I is. I am your father. You know, how, I mean, how iconic is that? I am your father. No one, no one, oh, no one saw was, it coming. No one saw it. No one true, saw it coming true. then. Well, and, except that they say that what? Uh. Like Vader. Darth Vader stands for like Dark, dark Father or something yeah. in German. Oh, does Vader, does Vader, Vader come oh, Vader's Vader's But still, no one saw so that coming. the Germans saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> the Germans. The one thing like, they I got, got it, right. yes. Yeah, but, but it was, it was such a like, huge huge plot twist to the story. Uh, you, you know, you find out that he's been fighting his father the whole time. And can I tell you a fun little factoid about that scene? You sure can, my friend. So in that scene, the guy playing Darth, Darth Vader obviously is not James Earl Jones, and they've never met either. They've never been in the same. They've never been in the same room. They've never met. So um, James Earl Jones isn't on set. So George Lucas is just telling different things to the guy to say. Not he knows, but no one else yet knows the twist. Okay, very cool. So Luke Skywalker, uh, is Mark Hamill, is just having to react to each of these different things. And there's various things that he said, like uh, he was his father, he killed his father, um, he's a robot built out of his father. Like, they were just they were just having fun with it, doing some okay, different sci-fi cool. things. Mm-hmm. But they never knew, they, while filming, didn't know what the twist was going to be either. That is so awesome. That is cool. So it's a it's very cool when you, when you keep them out of the loop. What movie did we see that was just like that recently, where they were keeping the... Or Lost, when they talk about Lost. Yeah. People only received the scenes they were in like a week before. Or Walking, like Dead. Walking Dead. The same Walking way. Dead. They don't, no they one don't really know. knows when they're going to get hacked off. Yeah. And we, I think we talked about, yeah. um, what's you his get, name? You get, the, um, you get the high sign from the producer. Merle. Yeah. Yeah, he bought a house in there Atlanta. like two weeks later. He got killed, killed in the show. He's killed off. <laughs> but he's made a, he's made a, yeah. he's made a, it's worked out for him because he plays Yondu. Yondu. And a lot of Marvel Disney stuff is filmed in Atlanta anyway. So he's been okay. So let's jump Nico. My my number Numero uno. my number one is also uh, Star Wars related, but Star Wars video game universe. So I don't know if either of you guys have played the Old Republic. Nope. Uh, Knights Swipe of the left. Old, Knights of the Old Republic right. is a great RPG. Was it? And, uh, is yes. it an MMO? No, just an I'm RPG out. on the Xbox. Back and, and forth. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just bouncing back in right here. Now. I'm standing while I'm doing this this segment, so I'm just getting the juices flowing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in this in this game, you always hear about this uh, the Darth Sith Lord, uh, Sith Lord Revan, and he's one of the most powerful Jedi that have ever existed. And he was kind of a kind of a neutral Jedi. He never really went to one side or the other. And you go through this game hearing about him, talking about how powerful he was. 
and you, as soon as you get to the very end, you you regain all your memories back, and then it's you you take your you take Revan takes his mask off, and it was you the entire game. You were Darth Revan. You were you were this great Jedi. But neither good nor bad. Do you do that as a Jedi? Uh, he, I don't know. He, I don't was, know. he, he was he was supposed to be kind of like this, like really like sh- just incredibly strong. Where he like an anti-hero Jedi? Yeah, kind of. He was in the was, rules a bit. He was, a, he was he was so he was like technically young, Sith Lord, but he did not care. Like there was a there was a character named uh, Darth Malak who who just used to, he used to like talk back a lot, and then one time Revan was just like just be quiet, and he chopped his jaw off. Whoa, that's, that's impolite. Yeah, <laughs> impolite. so he chops his jaw off, and you fight Yo. him for the rest of the game. He's got this big metal jaw over his mouth. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. They call him like Iron Jaw from that point forward. Lockjaw, Lockjaw. <laughs> he's still he's still Darth Malak, and you, there was a secret ending where you can just uh, dance the night away. Dance the night away. We would dance the night. I don't know. I don't know the song. I don't know the song. I know the words, but I don't know the song. <laughs> I just started going. So yeah, that's yeah. my that's my number one it's a video game. All Check right. it out. Nice to the Republic. D L Jizzle okay. of the Cory Variety. You're a numero uno. Oh, I have one more. Oh god. Okay. Oh man. Oh. You want to jump in here? Yeah. Go ahead. I do. Okay. So she anybody really that knows me knows that I love Holes. Shia LaBeouf okay. and Leonardo DiCaprio. I loved Leonardo DiCaprio since I was in like third grade. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Shutter Island. Y'all ever seen that was it? a good one. That's oh, a good twist. So you know, good. I have something to Such say about that movie. movie. Um, from the previews, I called the movie the whole thing. the whole thing. The well, whole thing. I didn't watch the. That's impressive. That's a good. Um, job. Yeah. I just there was something about like one of the lines in the previews of Throwaway, and it's like who is the who is number whatever the. So they gave it away. Yeah, been that one just that one line. I was like, oh well, obviously he is, and then he's investigating. It threw so, me off. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I did, she was watching well, it. And it's Martin I was, Scorsese, yeah. so it's like a big. Big, big it was deal. a huge deal. It was a huge, huge deal. deal. I was kind of watching it in the background while she was watching it, and it, it blew my mind. It was a good plot twist. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely, uh, I think I, I like the Leo too. Henry was about to go watch it. Oh, Henry. and I and I just jokingly I told him it? I was like, hey, it's going to be Leonardo DiCaprio is the killer, and that he's investigating himself, uh, and he probably is like scared of fire or something. And like I walked away, <laughs> and I get a text from him, and he was like, did you effing see this movie before me? <laughs> you jerk! And I was like, no, I just saw the previews, and he was like. You have no idea how right So you what are. happens is... <laughs> how about the two Henry references this show? Yeah, shout out Officer Langston. Oh. Hey, hey, Thug Radio, hello. salute you. All right, go ahead. What were you yeah, saying? No, so the whole movie, you know, he's searching around this island trying to find this woman that escaped from this asylum that killed her three kids. And anyway, it was this elaborate game to get him to admit that he killed his kids In a house and his fire, wife. Right? No, he yeah. drowned him. Oh, he drowned him? He drowned him. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. I can't stand people like that. I well, you know what? I hate reading the Yahoo front page. There's because... clearly something wrong with these people. Like I don't know. I don't. I'm very intrigued by like when in mental illness. When does it? When is it their fault? And when is it not? And how do you decide that when you're literally talking about somebody who like sees something wholly not there but still interacts with it? Like it's just a weird thing to me. But it's is it one awkward. of those things that like you you kind of know the whole time that these people are mentally ill, or or is there are there actually mental illnesses out there where someone just snaps and like probably been normal their whole be. lives and then they snap and it's got to be. So that's that's yeah. where I there's a gray area. For that's me. fair. That's fair. Because um, if you know they were crazy the whole time, just don't let them have kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. You right. you knew they were crazy. You have documentation that they were crazy. Don't let them reproduce. But then there are these people. That well, seem normal see, and then just so snap. normal, right? Well, you see it a lot, like some of these people in recent news doing these mass killings. Like they seem not recent, but there's someone that just they seem normal, and then all of a sudden it's just like, boom, he's never been in trouble with the law. Some have, but there's there's those ones that haven't been in trouble with the law, have no rule of record, 
And then they just go off the But loop. then yeah. there are the crazy yeah. ones that, like, go shoot up schools, and you're like, you, they talk to interview people. Oh, yeah, we knew he was kind of crazy. He was living with his mom, and she let him buy, like, 15 guns. Yeah. Well, okay. There's, there's definitely – well, but you know what? You know what? I'm going to take the other side of this. Just as crazy to me are the deniers of these events after they happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. Have you seen that? That's a, That really trips me Conspiracy out. Conspiracy like, theorists? Like, yeah. Uh, Sandy Hook never happened. Oh, yeah. Sandy Hook never I happened. I saw this really great exchange. It was really powerful to me where this mother of one of the children of Sandy Hook, like, was in one of those pages where she was like, are you kidding me? Like, blow Like, she was she was livid about the fact that they were discussing how that she didn't lose anything. Also, I watched this document. Uh, I love those crime shows where, like, there's weird stuff that comes up. There yeah. was one where this man disappeared. And more than likely he was he was found and murdered, or more than likely he was murdered. But they don't know where he is. They don't know what's going on with him. They're they're investigating the possibility he ran away though, because his car keys and wallet are missing, and they keep getting sightings of him in other places. And it just so happened. Oh, where is where it the, where they went to Mexico and they saw him spotted in Mexico? No, 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 no. This one's this one's a different one. But it just so happened to happen in the town of Sandy Hook around the same time as the shooting. Oh wow! That he disappeared. I think oh, he disappeared so within saying, like a like, month of the shooting. Him? And so the conspiracy theorists were like, he's not really missing. He's part of the Sandy Hook thing. And, like, the family was in such turmoil because they were trying to find him. They're trying to investigate it. They're trying right, to work right. with the police. Right, right. But everywhere they turn, everything on the social media, they can't even get his face out there on the Facebook page because everyone, like, the, the Sandy Hook deniers are getting all over their page and, like, taking it over and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was a really interesting thing to watch because the family was like... Spamming at the crap out of the page. Yeah. And the police even had to come forward and be like, look, we don't think this has anything to do no. with this with the shooting at all, which definitely happened. We don't think this had anything to do with it. Please stop. Bring it up. Yeah. Right, so we're running out of time here on this segment. So, Corey, real quick, you're uh, number one. I hope I'm not stealing yours. The Usual Suspects. No, it's not mine. Kaiser Soze That's is, a good one. Uh, Kevin Spacey. I remember watching that movie. And when they like pieced it all together at the end, and you start seeing he pulled stuff off of just, oh, just the off room. the wall and told awesome. the greatest story ever. Awesome. Yeah, that was like the number one on all the movies. And the, when I saw that movie, okay, I, 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 I actually just caught it just randomly on TV one day, like with commercials and everything. Had never seen it before, never heard of it before. And I'm watching it, and when he gets and he starts walking normal into the car, I was like, holy crap, I have to seek this out and watch every version of this movie. Like, it just. It it's blew great. me away. It's a great movie. Great twist. My number one is Fight Club. Okay, okay. Fight Classic Club. Fight Club. Yeah, it's uh, one of my one of my probably top five favorite movies of all time. And I didn't see it when it came out. I was late coming to the party. It was probably my freshman or sophomore year in college when I finally saw it. Uh, but just finding out that Brad Pitt really doesn't exist and it's just broke my heart. The sleep deprived. You know what's true about that? Of, Brad Pitt's and, really not real. Of Ed, yeah, of Ed <laughs> Norton. It's crazy. It's just, yeah, it was insane, and it, it blew my mind. And it was such. Chuck Palahniuk is such a great writer. He really oh, is. Oh, you really should is. read all the books. They're amazing. Yeah. Shout out to uh, our friend Carisha. She loves Chuck Palahniuk just as much as uh, Allie does. Um, and she'll tell me about. You told me about some of the, the books he had written because uh, she she read them, and I was like, man, I should read these things. And They're then, really good. They don't have pictures, so I don't. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I picked up Fight Club 2, the comic version. I, That's I, true. I'm not a big reader, and I can yeah. sit and read those books. I mean, they just they, they pull you in. Um, Noteworthy of mention, pretty much every Stephen King story ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good, too. Yeah. Stephen King. It's really just good. the Stephen yeah. King, who is actually that's, Reba McIntyre. That is what a twist. What a twist. <laughs> We come back. We're gonna get to uh, segment four and talk uh, even nerdier. We're getting deep down the dark caverns of nerd. Nerdthugradio.com. Do you need help to read without pictures? Hi, I'm Joey Savage, 
and I had that problem. That's why I read comic books. But apparently, there's books out there without pictures. Call 1-800-HELP-ME-READ. They can help you, because they help me too. Nerd Thug Radio. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Or you can follow me on Instagram, joey.savage15. Baby, this is what you came for. Lightning strikes every time she Mmm. This is what you came for. Uh, feel it right Nerd, Nerd Thug, Thug Radio. Oh yeah, feeling it. Uh. Play that song especially for our one of our guests today, Mommy Savage, one of her favorites at the moment. Yeah, apparently when you show up, you can just start just demanding song stuff. requests. Back, and Nico back does story, it. Taylor Swift. Swift. Swip. Swip. Swipper. The I swear Swipper. to God, you watch what you say right now. Taylor Swift <laughs> helped Cal- Calvin Harris write that song, and when he won with it, he did not thank her. Because they're not together right. anymore. Backstory. Backstory, we are Nerd Thug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Better not soon and very soon to be well, she is a 104.5, 106.1, Sister Stations. Stations. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. He's my heterosexual life partner, Corey DLG. And about to commit domestic assault. Behind the ones and twos, <laughs> it's a uh, Nico DLG. Ooh, ooh, boy, guys. I, I don't know if it's such a good idea to do this radio show right now. <laughs> you think we should just quit? Yeah, probably. Wait, are, you, are you guys doing a bit right now? No, no we're not is doing that what a bit. We're doing? He just I like Kermit the Frog. He went to yeah. Let's hear the Kermit. Uh, you Go. do the Kermit the Toad. Yeah, it's Hermit, uh, the, toad. Hermit the Toad here. Hermit the Toad here, guys. Uh, coming in live from uh, the Dirt Thug Radio studio. That's <laughs> so good. You should do like <laughs> you should do like really a little good. like uh, monologue and just have Hermit the Frog and Hermit Morty. And Morty, like, talk to each <laughs> Talking other. Talking back and forth. Yeah, that oh, would be great. Oh, we should make puppets. Do you remember? Yeah. You're too young for this. Do you remember there was, like, that, that audio clip that went around? It was Bert and Ernie getting stoned together with Big Bird. Uh-huh. Like, I really feel like he could do, like, the modern version of that. <laughs> the modern version? With Morty and Hermit. With Morty and, <laughs> Morty and Hermit. Morty and Hermit the Toad. Hermit the Toad. Hermit the Toad here. Okay, so I'll, make, I'll here. make sock puppets. <laughs> yeah, we'll do sock and, puppets. And a, and a joint. Sock Puppet Theater. I like to remind you guys, this is a family radio station. <laughs> yeah. So let's family get back, friendly. Back to don't, the family don't basics. do drugs. Don't do drugs and go to nerdthugradio.com. And occasionally there are funny things that happen with drugs. But don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. It's dangerous. Drugs kids. are bad. I keep trying to tell them my, my acid tripping story and they won't let me do it on the show. So no, it's not funny. check out my it's blog weird. soon. I'll, I'll record it and then I'll yeah. I'll so, talk about it. Someone should sing the dare song. The dare? What's the dare song? D- yeah. Don't do drugs. A don't have an attitude. R. I will respect myself. E, I will educate me. I don't ever remember singing that song. <laughs> hey, fun, have, fun note about the D.A.R.E. program. Where is Colossal that? Colossal failure. It's not around um, anymore, right? Studies, the shirts, studies shirts are cool. I have the shirts. Those who participated nice. in the D.A.R.E. program. Do you have program, a 2X? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, screw you. I used to Those who participated shirt. in the D.A.R.E. program were three times more likely to experiment and use drugs. Didn't because everybody? Because you learned about them. You learned about them. Didn't everybody like, oh, in public cool. school at our age and like, Sixth grade no, have to do that. Spring didn't do a dare program. Oh, we did. We did a dare program. Yeah, but Connor. ours was in like. And it was so weird because like probably more about meth. Ours was, was in elementary school. Ours was in the sixth grade, and yeah, my dare is... teacher was friends with my uncle who was a cop. So like I had to pay attention, or he would like tell me. <laughs> it really sucked. That was the end of it. Man, my, look at that guy. He yeah. sucks. Look at that guy. Your he nephew. Has, he has to listen in class. Your <laughs> nephew is making all kinds of drug jokes. Who listens in school? It's dumb. I used to love wearing my dare shirt. I wear. Oh, that it's it's become school. an iconic, like but shirt. Almost, yeah, but almost like it's a slap in the face. Yeah, right. 
But anyway, the studies show that it actually it failed as a drug program. Because you learned about them. You're like, oh, those sound cool. Let me try yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the like, you hallucinogens. And you're like, what? That's if awesome. If I eat this, I will see all kinds of crazy things. Yes, please. I'll so, talk to you. So here's my one vivid memory of like an anti-drug thing that, that, that was done. We were in middle school. Uh, I think it was at Truett Middle School. I moved around a little bit when I in my in my early teens. Um, and so I remember this guy, they had him speak to our entire gymnasium. And he was like short. Was it Tyrone? No, but he was like this loud, angry dude. Uh, and he just literally was like, by the end of it, covered in sweat. But the whole time he's just yelling at us <laughs> that we shouldn't do drugs. Because he's coming hey, off of something. Drugs. Well, and I'm actually a little embarrassed to say that I was under the influence of some drugs at the time. And I was all I could do to not just laugh at this guy. <laughs> I mean, he, like, well, he was coming off of something story. too if he's sweating like that. Well, no, so. he was like a, he's one of those, you ever, we're now all older, and you encounter those people who were like way too proud of an embarrassing thing. Yeah, that yeah. was him. He was super proud to be like a recovering crack addict. Thank like, he God, was this so is proud like. Of I do, okay, kind of off subject, but did oh you ever see that video with the with the cop that was like, oh, don't handle guns, bad man? He's like in a classroom, like screaming at these kids about and guns, he and he himself? whips this gun out and he shoots himself in the foot. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank but goodness, like, Nico. Proud of being a thug this is like segment four, where only like five percent of the audience still listens. So as we're talking yeah. about, don't yeah. do drugs, kids. Don't, don't do, do drugs, kids. Don't. It's dangerous. Don't, don't take dare. Drugs, drugs are bad, okay? Yeah, it's. I just think it's really funny this, take a bite the crime recently about the dare program and it Dow, was Dow, remarkably ineffective. Ineffective. <laughs> the war on drugs, never ending. No, that's how they make their money. That's right. Here we go. So, uh, what do we want to talk about, guys? We got we got some time. Well, left. Uh, Nico has some, oh, yes. some good stuff. Uh, a he lot wants of to talk YouTube about. changes. If you go on YouTube, there's a lot of videos trending right now talking about the new YouTube like changes in uh, their terms of service. What's, you know, what's YouTube going has on? a service that can change everything. You know, at their leisure. But a lot of them, a lot of people are getting their videos demonetized due to videos being quote quote not advertiser friendly. Okay, uh, that totally makes sense. No, but the the reasons is that they would put like in the description like may contain sensitive subjects, even if there's not graphic images shown. Try to save themselves, I guess. Stuff. No, but the, like, the main issue is, like, like, news, like, news, news people on YouTube are getting, like, their videos demonetized because they're talking about, like, they're breaking, like, a news story that's happened recently. Okay. And yeah, they'll talk I'm about it and they'll that. get their, their, their videos demonetized. But, like, some of these people, that's, like, their entire careers, they go on YouTube. But, like, it's not just one person. It's just, like, they're all over How YouTube. many people make a crap ton of money just YouTubing? A lot. A lot. It's so, ridiculous. So, okay, here's okay, the let thing let me about, open these toys real quick and make millions of dollars. Well, here's the thing about YouTube that I'm okay with. YouTube sort of, it lets the market prove the product. So, what you're talking about is there's a guy who he would have his kids open a toy and talk about it. And he would film them discussing the toy. He would literally film them for like 20 minutes playing with the toy. Right. It's okay. The but worst. it turns out it's incredible feedback for a toy manufacturer. Yeah. Correct. And it's also incredible feedback for parents with kids similar to that one. Mm-hmm. So suddenly there's a, there's a market for this show. It's not a big enough market to put it on network TV on Tuesday mornings. But there's enough that I can, that he can make a living creating these 20 minute videos of a very healthy living right and and that's i'm okay six with figures. that stuff. They, they came out saying like is that child six labor figures. um what do you no. think <sighs> when the kids are homeschooled and that's probably all they do i think it would be considered yeah it's probably it probably is but there's actually like the laws for child man like adult managers of children and actors are really in the parents favor conveniently oh, yeah. conveniently uh like the Allegedly. parents are allowed to act as managers and take a standard like 18 percent 
So even so if all the money is supposed to be, isn't that the, like exploiting your kids? You're putting your kids it's on the internet. That's why a lot of that's why a lot of uh, with full access to, to well, child predators. I mean, how hard could it really be to find out where these people live when they're giving you know points? Of, no, no. Well, very um, true. Yeah. Well, but I mean, valid point. It completely opens the door though to to take advantage of the child. Um, Nick Carter. Mm-hmm. The younger brother, the younger yeah. Carter, is it Nick or yeah? Okay. No, it's uh, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Carter. So there's a show I like to watch. I love to watch the business shows on like the MSNBC, God. and one of them is where the guy takes over the finances for the household, and he teaches him how to balance budgets and, and do all the different stuff. All and, stuff like, that should be taught in high school, right? All stuff that modern high school should teach you how to write a check. It doesn't teach you how to pay bills. It doesn't teach you Address about the real an world. Envelope. It doesn't. It, all these things that you right just, and cursive. Uh, budget Balance money, how to eat a like, hot dog properly. He shows he, this. This guy subscribes to the fifty twenty thirty rule, which is fifty percent of your income should go to bills, twenty percent to entertainment, thirty percent to savings, or it might be twenty percent to savings. Jeez, 30% I to should entertainment. follow that rule. Um, but the fifty twenty thirty rule is how he balances household economics. Well, he sat down with Aaron Carter, and the first words out of Aaron Carter's mouth is, "In the past two years, he's or in the beginning of his career, he earned something like forty five million dollars." He filed for bankruptcy when he turned 19 years old because his parents had so badly mismanaged his finances. Jesus. What happens is, and that shouldn't even happen because his older brother had already gone through this mess. Well, he, essentially what happened yeah, was... they that, almost went bankrupt, too. I don't know if right. they ever did. I just don't like... Well, what happened, it's understandable when you have parents who kids become famous overnight and they weren't famous and they didn't have money and they, they, were and they mismanaged the money. But this is kid number two. Yeah, this is kid two. Like, you saw the older kid... You should know what's going on. Well, and the problem Hire was, yourself a money man and, and be okay Well, and I think it. the problem was the parents thought they were doing what's best for the kids, but they they, they, they failed. The kids were close enough in age, though, they could make the same mistakes twice, though. At the They're same not time, probably. They're that close in age. They, I think they are actually, like, Aaron Carter, you, you'd be surprised how old he is. Mommy Savage, look it up. Um, but, um, Nick Carter and Aaron Carter. Basically what happened to the show, though, is he, 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 he honestly confesses to the guy. He said, listen, I had a choice to make when I was only 19 years old. I could have sued my parents, but in order to sue them, I would have had to ask He's the my state. December seventh, nineteen eighty-seven. That's pretty close. I am two days older than him. Then nice. which one, Aaron Carter? No, that's Aaron Carter. How old is Nick Carter? I don't know that yet. Go. So, um, so he he confessed that he had to Tough to decision. sue them. He would have had to have had the state press criminal charges. Thirty-six are like ten years. Yeah, apart. ten years oh, apart. Oh wow. Okay, so the parents are just awful. Nick though. Carter was Backstreet Boys. Yeah, one of the boy bands, and then Backstreet Aaron Carter Boys. was Aaron Carter actually voices uh, one of our characters on Young Justice that we love. Yeah. Um, so he he really tried gr- to do the singing thing and didn't really work. Well, no, that's it actually still what he's doing on the show. Uh-huh. When the guy came and took over his finances and stuff, and he's he makes a living doing it. He made he made him some money a hot minute. Uh, yeah, and then he, he grew. He up. still makes a living. He's like touring now full time, and he he is working on a new album. But that, none of that's relevant to what I was talking about, which was he had to choose between pressing criminal charges against his parents at the age of nineteen, or just swallowing their debts as his. And filing the bankruptcy. Take one for the team, bruh. And that's what he did, uh, although his parents didn't show up at all in this episode. They didn't even come to support him for his local gig. But there. he's got a sister, too. The sister was there helping him. Yeah, there's um, like, cause there was that one show, like the Carters. Right. Which is always weird right. to watch. It's and, like a train wreck. And that money they also <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah. So, Nico, um, let's talk about something else you watched on YouTube recently. I think they're from Florida, so I think that that kind of explains. Something we haven't we haven't, uh, we Florida, haven't Florida's talked. not yeah. right. No. There's something no. wrong. There's something in the There's water. There's something, yeah. <laughs> something, something in the water, yeah. Something in the water. Right Florida. Now. Something in the water. Something That's in true. the water. So we haven't talked hero clicks too much here in the last... couple segments. A couple lot shows. of segments. Yeah. I mean, it's probably been at least ten we've actually devoted... More than five minutes to it. Wow, okay. that's impressive. Uh, so, so recently there was the U.S. and the Canadian 
World Cup. Yes. Hero Clicks, which is not HC Realms. World Open. World Open, which is uh, sanctioned by WizKids themselves, right? Uh, no, I believe this one's ROC. Yeah, so, the, open, the opens are no, no, no. no this is this is because oh, we went, went and played in that one event. Because ROC in Austin. does the state and national champions. Yeah, oh, this okay. is what we went to Austin that one weekend with uh, Donnie Utah. Yeah, that was a WizKid event. That was a oh, WizKid okay. event. I know that was a WizKid event. Yeah, that's that's sure. what yeah. this was leading up to. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so know. you watched the finals? I watched. I watched the finals and I watched some of the other rounds in them. So who was in the finals? Do you know either know either one of those guys' names? God, I don't. You start talking about it. I'll see if I can find it. Okay, so the WizKids. Yeah, the the WizKids World Cup there. But mainly, it was, oh, God, I was making, this is such a good idea, nigga. I was making a, I was making the joke. It was like it's just about cheating, cheating really well. Um, well, here's the thing about Hero Clicks. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll get to it real quick. You kind of judge your own match. Yeah, it's a gentleman's sport. It's a gentleman's like sport. Chess. There is a there is an active judge. So if you have a question, you call him over. But nonchalantly, you're you're playing one another, and you kind of judge each other. And so if you're in the heat of the moment and you're not sure what's going on, right. you can miss some things. Right. But I want to kind of here because I have some very specific questions I want to get to. Here. Go ahead. So, okay. Nico, you said – we were talking about this. You said essentially it was like a how-to on cheating. Yeah. You said that the winner actually made several illegal moves. Uh, several illegal moves that would have not – like would have been able to – that led to his victory. Okay. So what what exactly did you see that you were like, what, what? Uh, so – ID character, ID card characters. It's people that you can call in for a turn. Right. Uh, he calls in the Nick Fury. Uh, you can't carry ID characters, uh, f- to my knowledge, to my extent of my knowledge. Why couldn't you? You can't carry them. Why? I think there's a. Is there? Is there no, you can one? carry them. So if you can carry them, it's it's not that big a deal for that one. But like he, you he, can carry them. It's just if you call an ID figure and they become five squares or no, more know, away from the person, I know the five gone. square rule. But yeah, you can carry them. So he, yeah, but if you carry them, you can't give them any action. Correct, and they're gone. Right. But yeah. if they have like enhancement or like some. If you call in Nick Fury, for instance, I guess, and you carry him, then he could take away a power. Is that what he was doing? Yeah. Okay. So he's he's, using, he's using his uh, his power to take him away, and then uh, on several occasions he he sidesteps multiple times with the same characters in a turn. So yeah, that, that leads he, to multiple. You can't do the same action more than once. Right. That's cheating. So he would like sidestep. Like there's one game where he you know sidesteps, and then he's like, "Oh, was I here?" And then he sidestepped again, and led to like an attack. Um, and that fills on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, so what like, were the teams? Do you remember the teams? Uh, the 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 team that won was uh, Frogman, Mister Mixelflick, uh, <laughs> like the Mizzy. I can't find anything on this. Two uh, two atoms, the atom, okay, the giant colossal. Uh, yeah, I think colossal from uh, Superman Wonder Woman. Yeah, colossal retaliation. Colossal retaliation. Best fifteen points you can spend in a HeroClix game. Pretty much. Just seem that way. Uh, two Ultron drones, and then uh, there's one other character on the team. All right, he said, no, that's it. And then it's just like a bunch of ID cards. What about the other guy? The other guy was playing... The game I saw there was definite cheating in was he's playing two War Wheels, two Nick Furies. Oh, wow. And then some ID characters. 300 points? Yeah. <laughs> so it's 121, 22, 40. How much are the War Wheels? I think they're 20. So 40. And then he had a couple ID cards. Okay. Yeah. How was he cheating? Um, I can't find any information on the final match. It's the U.S. Open. I think it was the Las Vegas, Las I'm, Vegas I'm tournament. Done. Swipe left. Okay. Um, so, like, uh, attempting to use uh, Frogman has a knockback ability. Where's or, Frogman from? Uh, Spider-Man, new set. Uh-oh. How can they use the new set? It's illegal. Yeah, it, but it, only, it only happened like, a couple days ago. Well, when a new set drops, you have to wait so many days before you can use it. Yeah, no, after, that's after like the pre-release. Month. Oh. Yeah. Well, pre-release, you and can't you, use the like, tournament for, like, the month till it actually comes out. Right. 
Okay. E- even though the pre-release didn't happen, it still counted. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair yeah. enough. But the, when the set came out, everyone, it's, it was legal. So uh, when he was using like the Frogman, he would like attempt to use this knockback multiple times a turn. I mean, that could just be a mistake. But I mean, like it could just be the fact it's a new character; they don't know him very well. Well, he's, he's got a, he's got a very simple in the finals. But if you're in the point. finals, okay. So if you're the guy and you're not understanding, you say judge, you bring him over. You get it explained, but it, but it's it's clear he knows his power because it's kind of interesting the way he acts uh, personally. Just like viewing it, he's like he's so hard on rules and it's on opponent's turn. Then his turn, he's like so scatterbrained and he's like like taking like, tw- like twelve minutes. <laughs> he's of trying to like twelve minutes a turn, like talking. Oh, I hate, about those, his I hate, I hate those people, those man. So like, I hate people that take forever. They're like that's the kind of that's, a, that's oh, you know what? I'll just clear. Okay, guy. Yeah, literally, like the first turn, I think he took. I think it was. Eight ten minutes, and literally all he did was like TK him here, call a Nick Fury, carry Nick Fury. You can't use that. Oh, that's it. that's my turn. Done. Like that takes like ten minutes. <laughs> what would be the point of doing that right? Away? Unless he was just calling Nick Fury multiple times. Uh, no. Like he like the other his opponent carried two Nick Furies up, and then he had two War Wheels, and then two Nick Furies, and then one of the Nick Furies said like Jean Grey can't use TK, so he got one of the uh, he called in Nick Fury, carried him over, said he can't use his can't use ability, just all kinds of stupid. So he could use TK. Bunch of Ricker Moreau. Okay. Yeah, so it was really... It was so really... you played some uh, Hero Clicks recently. You know, we should probably talk about right now um, Space Cadets Con. Cadets Con. Cadets Con. That yeah. we just recently we did. We could, we could. You, uh, you just recently... Cadets Con happened a couple of weekends ago. We were there. It was a great time. We great met time. a lot of cool people. Uh, Tony Fleek's uh, great artist came over shout and did out, a little... Shout out to the guy who looks identical to Ben Kenobi. Jesus Christ. Oh, that guy's oh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had to do a double take. I was like, Yeah, so yeah, Tony Fleek's I... big artist there. He, he did a one-liner. You'll hear that in the next show. But yeah, the guy looked just like Ben Kenobi. He... And as a matter of fact, he had the personalized license plate that says, B Kenobi. Awesome. Very awesome. <laughs> uh, cool guy, him cool guy. Sadie Savage... Uh, Cosplayed as Ray from Star Wars. They took a picture together. It's pretty Tied awesome. Tied with our boy Arlo. Yeah, where Arlo and Sadie won the uh, kids' costume contest cosplay. Ooh. She also made the front page of the Conroe Courier. Oh yeah, why didn't? Oh, because I didn't email it to you. So yeah. you say, why didn't we use Arlo's intro? We'll use Arlo's coming up. So if you saw the Conroe Courier uh, from Space Cadets Con, that's my kid on the front. That's her. Yeah. So we met a lot of cool people. Uh, you played some Hero Clicks. You introduced. Angry Zack. I did. I did. I introduced Angry, Angry Zack into the game of Hero Clicks. And it's like a you... mystery box segment for him. Yeah, he was so excited. He's like, you didn't tell me it was a mystery box type of deal. I was like, yeah, there's like no <laughs> who, who could be inside. <laughs> yeah, so how, how did Angry Zack do playing? Uh, there was just, he just missed everything. He was just getting upset because every time, like, he, he would actually make, like, decent moves. Like, hey, he's can, a smart feller. Yeah, and he's, like, he's learning he's learning everything, so he's, like, remembering all the And he was just too. missing his dice rolls? Yeah. There's like nothing every... more defeating than setting up, like, awesome combos and moves. I hate it. And I then can't, missing can't your it. dice roll. Especially when you need to roll, like, a five or a six or better. And you're like, I got this, man. And then it's, like, four. And especially in, like, big matches because oh. time is a factor. Yeah. So you don't have the luxury of, like, I'll make this up down the road. Well, and time not even being a factor, but just the sense. I, I, a lot of these big tournaments, I mean, you lose one and it's hard, you've it's got hard, a hard way to get in yeah you know, if you're playing at home we play friendly matches we miss stuff we have fun so whatever but when it's in i was big uh, times, i was i was listening to a podcast recently and it was which uh, podcast you want to shout them out yeah which uh, one i can't oh god i can't remember the name it's uh, it's run by majestics ccg okay which is a store up in like of course canada world champion patrick yeah um they were talking about it and it's like oh well dice rolls don't matter like you can't blame a game on dice rolls i was like it totally matters yeah. no you of course you can blame it you of course that's why they were talking they were like he's like he's like i have several world championships and like never never once i've been like oh i just didn't get my dice rolls that game it's like there's been entire games where i've made 16 attacks nothing's hit and then like my opponent like it's i'm, I'm not so salty like my opponent hits everything that's fine 
but like there's there's certain points where it's like it's a, if it's, I literally land nothing, how is that my it's fault? It's still a game. Of, it's still a game of chance. Just yeah, like when people say the cards don't matter in poker. No, the cards do matter. To an yeah, extent. You, you get del- double queens in the last round, you're like, all right. Because there's people who, <laughs> right. who just are catching cards and, and making good moves, and there's people who don't catch cards, and they can be the best player in the world, and they just can't make it happen. Right. So the dice the dice rolls do matter. What happens is, though, is just like cards, you put yourself in a position to give yourself you the, the best, best odds. Yeah, yeah. You make the best you, move you, possible. You play the odds, and you're like, okay, I got this combo working up. All I've got to roll is a four or better, and I'm going to cripple this guy. And then you roll the threes, and you're done. Well, I'll never forget uh, you and I, Nico, playing when you had the Sandman team with the Protector. Yeah. When we play tested that team, Nico beat me in a row three or four times. Right. And then when we played the day of in the tournament, we drew each other, unfortunately, round one or two, I believe. Yeah. Round and, one, right? And Nico missed every attack, and I hit every attack and hit him like strongly, crits and things like that. And the, the game was over in, in ten minutes. Yeah. And I had one of those matches where I beat Nico in ten minutes in a big tournament. But it's just kind of fun. <laughs> sorry, my team was so bad. Sorry, Nico. That's such sorry, a bad Nico. team. But it, but it's it's the Sandman team. Like we said when we play tested it, it, it played out strong. Yep, an Avengers theme, right? Avengers theme. But when you when you don't hit your rolls, it can go bad for anything. you. It can go bad you're for not you. Not going to do anything at all. And uh, it's definitely come up against me. Famously, when we play in these big tournaments, <laughs> I always draw one of the top players in the first round. Was it Zach Coffee that game? No. That uh, yeah, Drew Zach Coffee, the last one, and then it was Ronnie Molina before that. World champion um, Paris Gordon, I've drawn him in the first round. <laughs> Texas State champion Joe Gutierrez, I've drawn him in the first round. Those are like my five big tournaments. I've drawn those, drawn those five people. Yeah, you know what I hate, and then is, I have to, I have to climb my way back up. Right, and that's hard. That's hard to do in a tournament. But you know what I hate is walking away from a match after it's over and remember and realizing the one thing you could have done that oh, yeah. would have won it. Right. Uh, famously, when I was playing Paris's father, and we were essentially at a stalemate, but he was five points ahead of me. But on the map, we were at a stalemate. We both thought, and he was like, "Listen, I'm not going to engage. I'm just going right. to walk away." Could have shot down for the, time. Uh, and there was a spotlight. There was an uh, yeah. There was an object still on the map, yeah. and so I could have destroyed the object, and that would have put you. And that would have that would <laughs> that would have tied us, which would have forced. That was him such to a crazy fight. tournament because he had just played me the round before, and we had kind of gotten to that point where the only way he could have beat me was we all, both had one character left. I took out the spotlight, and the only way he could have beat me is if he took out my character, and I just kept running around the map. <laughs> we were playing like that's tag. probably how I knew to run away from me. And so uh, then he got to you the same same gritty type match. <laughs> but yeah, it's it. And Zach Coffee take nothing away from the guy; he's a great player. But uh, when I came away, I was like, you know what? I missed that one. Like I I missed my own power. Had I remembered to do that at that exact time, I would have beat him. Oh, that's right. I remember that now because so, the Kyle Rayner was almost clicked out. Yeah, and so yeah, when, that, yeah. when that stuff happens, you just like Ugh. those are the ones that suck. Those are the ones that your world champion can say, "Oh, dice don't matter." Yeah, because I don't, I don't mind getting beat. I hate beating myself. Right. Yeah. When you beat yourself, that's when when, it, when you make a mistake, it's clear. But like when when it's it's you know it's like I I literally missed every attack in the game. Yeah, you just I, 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 about that. I literally swung at the same science police officer for five times <laughs> in a row with the Hulk. So, and I missed every attack. So we also uh, we met a cool little group. They uh, their table was sitting right next to us. The Texas oh. D twenty girls. Yeah. Well, shout out the Texas D twenty girls. DLG, you spent more time with them than uh, I did. Uh, tell us about what is the D twenty girls? What are they? So uh, it's a kind of interesting program. Essentially, they're an organization that advances not just girls in gaming, like not just the idea that girls play games. So they they provide like they provide a safe place for women to come nerd out. Right. Right. But they also uh, they also encourage in try to support financially girls 
building games. Building games or just building any kind of nerd right. related. And they help them find jobs and stuff like that as well. So it's a really interesting idea. I love uh, – they, they were a lot of fun. We played – Played a pirate game called Booty. Yeah. So the D20 girls are like, hey, you want to play this game Booty? And Corey's like, yes, I'm in. Yes, uh, sign me up right and now. It seemed like a pretty interesting game. It was interesting. Slow it was, moving. Uh, it was it was a it, it was like a pirate negotiation game. Um, parley. You had to parley. Right. You had to you had to parley. Um Parley? Nope, parley. Parley. What's parley. When you're a pirate, you're parley. When you're a non pirate, you you want to parlay right. with the pirates. Ah. Uh, Angry Zach, shout out. He taught us that. He did. Oh, he taught wow. us that. And lost a lot. And he dial. travels a lot. So, what was that game he was playing? Logic dude? Dial. So, <laughs> we're <laughs> so Silicon. Uh, if you if you get on Cadets Con page on Facebook, they have their own page, or see anything mentioned about it, they kept you know shouting us out because we brought us cool Sega Genesis and a TV with us. So people kept coming over wanting to play the Sega, and there was a uh, game on their Logic Dial. Very simple game. Nico, describe the premise of the game. So it's a it's a it's a square box. You can only turn these. There's a one through sixteen. You have to get them in order. And one, two, three, four on the top, and then four, yeah, four, four, four more rows, three more rows, three, uh, three more rows after that. And you have you can only turn the numbers to the right, and you have to, you have to select four in sections in of four in square of four. And so angry Zach, he well, he sat down as Zach attacked to play this game. He, he got through the first four rounds Zach. fairly easy by turning one thing. And then he hit the fifth round, and he sat there for an hour and a half, never beat it, and turned into Angry Zach. Couldn't figure it out. And Could not. It was so angry. awesome to the point where me and Nico just started walking around and being like, hey, Angry Zach's in the back playing Logic Dial. If you want to see somebody get really mad, If you want to see the hardest game in existence, go watch Logic <laughs> Dial played by Zach Attack. And it's funny because it's, it's a simple puzzle game. Right. But you're, you have to spin the, you spin the numbers. They only go in one direction, and you're trying to get them in order. For, from 1 through 16, and you can only spend four at a time. So he would always get it to where he was only one out of place, and then he would be stuck. It's like the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah it's kept, like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah, he kept solving five sides, and, and it he, was losing his And mind. at one point, it was so funny because he was in it about 25 minutes, and yeah. he's like, oh my gosh, I'm about to solve it, and then realized the number five was all the way in the bottom left-hand corner, and he had totally forgotten <laughs> about it. Why? Because uh, <laughs> he had like one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> 10, 11, 12. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? So uh, uh, one, of, one of the greatest things is he was like, he's like, it, I can only turn it one direction. He's like, there's got to be a button I'm, I'm, I'm missing here. Uh, he presses the B on the controller, restarts the entire game. It has to start <laughs> over. And that's like and after like, an hour and a half of going at it. And then he's like, okay, so B is beginning of the game. Thank you. <laughs> so Cadets Con was, was way fun. We met Wicked so fun. many cool people, a bunch of cool artists. It'll be a, um, a returning thing. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll be there again next year. Uh, we met Megan Morris. Uh, me and Zach did. She's a uh, author from Spring, Texas. Uh, she wrote a book called Stardusters. You oh, okay. Catch it out on Amazon. Uh, it was like five ninety nine if you buy it on your Kindle oh, or the okay. Amazon Marketplace. I've got about four chapters in so far. Yeah, I'm actually reading a book with no pictures. Wow! Did you yeah. learn how, Did you learn how to read? She was very influential, obviously. Well, right. she said it was about Doctor Who and. Zach so was kind of like, building up like it's kind of good, and it's about like time travel and like fantasy stuff. Okay, but I'm four chapters in, and I'm depressed because it's a very sad story starting out. Is so it? we'll see how it goes. Well, Crave. if you'd like, I'll um, I'll let you read uh, the story I wrote. It's called Crop Dusters. I'll read that, and it's only it's only one paragraph long. Oh man, Is it, are there pictures? Uh, there are no pictures, but it's what I did uh, right before we started the segment when I walked by. Oh, okay, cool, very cool. Yeah. We also met probably one of the coolest young people. That we've met in a long time. This kid was so cool. Arlo. 
Yes, this kid's oh, done this more guy. in his short life than I did in my entire life. Yeah, he has accomplished yeah, more in his life Nico really than Nico has himself. accomplished. Well, not, not to mention I was being roasted the entire day, but I mean... That's true. I'm very roasted. roasting I'm, I'm very... Uh, all of you. Oh, yeah, really? Zach. Yeah. How is that okay, any wait different than... Wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Were we roasting you, or were you getting your just desserts for dumb things you had done all week? True. Yeah, very true. But I felt roasted. Nico, yeah. did I sign the back of that check? Yes. Okay, so funny story. I recorded this conversation, and maybe we'll we'll get to play it one of the shows. But uh, DLG, tell the story about so the uh, about at, this check at, at at the DLG casa. They have like a, a room full of boxes. It's just stuff they've accumulated over the years. They're starting to break it down. They're getting rid of it. They want the space back, so they're getting rid of these boxes little by little. Well, they're going through one of the boxes, and I get this text message from my dad, and it says, "Hey, uh, I came across one of your old paychecks." Um, do you know what do you want me to do with it? And I was like, all right, well, just go ahead and send send it my way, and I'll I'll, I'll deal with it. So in my head, I'm like, man, could I, I and it was like a hundred dollars something check, it was like right? One hundred fifteen bucks. I couldn't think of a it was time like two was, years ago, maybe. Yeah, and I couldn't think of a time back when I was delivering pizza because back then every penny every penny counted twice. Yeah. So like, I couldn't think of a time where I'd be like, oh, hundred bucks, I'll deposit this later. Yeah, yeah, later. So I was like, man, this is really weird. But Dad goes, okay, well, I gave it to Nico. When you see him, he'll have it. I said, cool. So Nico, we do the show. He forgets to bring it, but I'm going to see him the next day at the con. So I said, hey, Nico, do me a favor. Text me a photo of the front of the check so I'll call the pizza place to get him reissue me a new one if I haven't deposited it. So Nico says, cool. He sends me a photo of the front of the check. I then ask, because he had to flatten the check to correct, take this photo. Correct. I then ask, hey, did I happen to sign the back of this check? Because that will tell me right away if this check is even worth because it's probably already been signed and turned in and blah, blah, blah. So Nico takes a look at the back of the check. And, and his reply is, no. no. <laughs> so I said, okay, cool. We so get man, to the con. It's driving me crazy, though. Literally all night long in the back of my head, I'm like, what was going on that this week that I didn't need? I should write a story bucks? about this. This is so weird. But so I get to the con, and Nico hands me some stuff, some mail that I get sent over there. Uh, it sends me, hands your dad me a, paid one of your parking tickets again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that story. Man, I, we'll tell that story in a second. Well, we'll tell that story next time. We'll oh, get, okay. We'll, we'll tell that story next time. So he hands me a, D, uh, a DVD with the uh, Delucha Doors that Dad was talking about on the yeah. DLG Takeover. All three, all three of them are in one movie. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited. And then he hands me the check. So I pull the check out, and I look, and on the back, not only did I sign it. <laughs> you wrote like a paragraph. I wrote like a paragraph <laughs> because I was doing that photo deposit at the time. Yeah, and photo deposit yeah. always requires that you write the name of the bank, the account number, and what you're doing. So it literally says my name for deposit to Wood Forest. My account bank account number. number. Like all of that is written on the back of the check. And Nico just didn't see it. I flip it and I look at it. It's a freaking essay on there. <laughs> and I look at Nico and I go, Nico, I thought I asked you if I signed this. <laughs> then I'm thinking, man, I'm crazy. So I check my text messages and I said, no, yeah, you definitely said I didn't <laughs> sign this. Nico goes, Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> One of the it. dumbest like things third, of the week. It's like a third of the back of this check is written on. And Nico's like, oh, I just, I missed it. Hmm. Speaking of dumb things, Nico, do we have time to read some dumb tweets? Uh, no, we're all out of time. We're all out of time. So, what? Well, no, 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 no. Pull the music. I'm going to do one on the way out. This all right. One... We're going to end the show. Catch us at NerdThugRadio.com. I'm Joey Savage. He's Corey DLG. Mommy Savage here. Nico DLG. Check out NerdThugRadio.com. We end the show with Corey DLG's mean tweets. Remember hashtag talking nerdy to you. So it's a picture of Will Smith next to a picture of young Will Smith. And the tweet says, Will Smith kind of looks like the guy from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> That's amazing. Is that a mean tweet or stupid That's tweet? a stupid tweet. And That's it's at sp- Oscar underscore Vergara 69. <laughs> Somebody tweet this cat and explain to him that Will Smith is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Nerd Thug Radio. Blow his mind. Thank <laughs> you. 
Thanks for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, TV, media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schischler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Contact Dick Schischler at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.